0: The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Get up. Get by. Because shit still sucks, but I've never felt better. Yo, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Getting Loser. We're starting a podcast. You
1: know who it is. It's your boy, Cheetah. Yo, it's Cute. What up? Long time.
2: It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's finally back on Wednesday night. It's your boy, Chop.
0: It's your boy, Papa Yoder. Yes, sir. We got the full crew back together. And you know we had to come with a banger for, you know, all of us back again. so we, uh... I worked a little magic, you know, shot my shot in a professional kind of way for once. (laughs) And uh, thankfully, our guest over here was, you know, nice enough to join us. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself?
3: Uh, My name is Nathan Blaisdell. I uh, sing and play guitar in a band called Losers Club from Rochester, New York. Uh, Super stoked to be here. Thank you. uh, Thank you so much for having me on.
0: Yeah, man. We appreciate you being here.
1: Absolutely. This is awesome, bro. I'm I'm, I'm I'm excited. I'm
0: super hyped right now. Oh, yeah.
3: I, uh, I just, uh,
0: almost instantly after discovering your, you know, the losers, losers club, um, I heard you guys, I heard one of your guys' songs through an Instagram sponsored post and I was like, oh, I was like, I don't know who these guys are, but I need more of this shit immediately because I was hooked. (laughs) Praise the algorithm. uh, So I went, I listened to the album, I listened to it from top to bottom end and I'm like, yo, these guys are fucking sick. So I immediately uh, sent it over to chop here. And I'm like, yo, you got to check these guys out. Cause you know, we kind of, we're kind of in the same row. You know, we listen to a lot of pop punk together, you know? So I'm like, yo, you got to check these guys out. So I started looking you guys up. And then when I realized you're based out of Rochester, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, you know, what could her, hurt? I'm going to shoot my professional shot. <laughs> so I shot them a message on their, you know, Instagram. And I said, Hey, what'd you guys think about coming on the pod and just, you know, doing a little interview to my surprise nate over here said yeah we'd love to and i said oh shit okay now i'm having a fanboy moment <laughs> so i texted the boys and i'm like yo you'll never believe it i got a band
3: coming onto the pod let's do it i'm hyped dude i was just stoked that you reached out because it meant that those ads were working yeah, <laughs> like, like you were you're the proof that you were the proof that the money was worth it so yeah, definitely awesome. uh definitely appreciate it for sure but uh it, it's super cool to be here and uh definitely stoked so thanks again
0: yeah man for sure wow. i uh before we get into you know obviously we got some stuff we want to talk to nate about and you know get kind of just like you know background of him and the band and you know his coming up as an artist and shit but before we get into all that obviously you know if you have listened to this pod before you know we got to talk about it nobody wants to but we got to
1: yo ch- go check on the bills fan in your life man because we're, we're not hurting. okay we're bro we're hurting we are not okay sure
0: uh, another another disappointment. It can't ever just be a lo- a loss with the Bills. It always has to be a heartbreaker. Of course. Why right though? It had to Wide come back to haunt us. Fucking
4: right though.
3: It was uh, it was brutal. Like you know, I'm not a giant football guy, but I uh, I definitely obviously you can't live in Western New York without without like feeling the magic. Absolutely. And, you know what's so crazy is I don't go out too much, but something that I do every morning is like I go to Panera. By my house and, and, and go and get breakfast and it's like, it was so weird that you could feel the vibe Monday morning. The like, energy sucked l- out. Like, yeah, like universe, you, it felt universe. like you were walking into a funeral. Like everybody knew, everybody knew what was there, but nobody wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Like you know the perky, the perk, like the 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 lady behind the counter is normally all perky and whatnot. Like she's like, hi Nate, like what do you want? What, what, you, <laughs> what, what kind of bagel do you want? Opposed to like, hi Nate, like great to see you. Yeah. So. You know, it was definitely interesting to see, but, um, you know, definitely uh, definitely a bummer. Uh, I definitely feel it for Tyler Bass, though. Uh, you know, it, at the end of the day, it's a game. It's definitely a lifestyle. But, yeah. uh, you know, at the same time, I think that seeing the contract that he got, like, he's getting paid a lot of money as a kicker. And yeah. seeing the contract that he got to miss something like that, yeah. it's...
1: And just imagine, like the psychological, like repercussions of that. Like you know, he's he's this guy is just repeating that moment over and over and over in his head. And it was almost like he almost like it seemed like he he knew that it might come down to that because he was kind of shaky all game long, bro. Well, Wasn't but he?
0: He did seem a, he seemed a lot more off than he usually is.
2: I believe the re- league is rigged. <laughs> <laughs> There's always one in every friend group. Because, think about it, they ever got the college for the Super Bowl. 49ers. If that chip comes through,
1: I'm, I'm going to start asking questions too, bro.
3: Oh, are you talking about, like, the confirmation for the concert? Yes. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird.
1: Yes, man. And think about the amount of money that, like, moves hands and in Vegas and shit during these games every year. Like, well, that's I mean, true. It's not that far out of the realm of possibility. Dude. Somebody
0: was saying that... Uh... They think it's gonna be Casey and the Lions because they they think at halftime they're gonna have Eminem and Taylor come out and rap battle each other. Which if that happened, Bro. I'm not gonna lie, I'd probably laugh. That'd be pretty. So fucking funny. you
3: know, I was kind of in on like that that theory under like the NFL needed Taylor Swift in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but I'm gonna be honest with you, I think that the Bills in the Super Bowl would have done more for that. That's what I said. That's what I said to my
0: boss at work. It would have generated so much money for them if the Bills were in the Super Bowl. Cause you know that that shit would have impacted Bills Mafia. Oh, for sure. There's people saving up money that their whole lives waiting for that moment. The
1: Bills are the new America's team. We Literally. really are, bro. Everyone can get can get behind fucking Bills Mafia.
0: I mean, maybe not all of Bills Mafia, like the you know f- jumping in the pit <laughs> to help your team win.
1: On acid, that. covered yeah, in on fecal acid, matter, yeah, in shit. Kinda, but maybe not that part.
3: Nah. Jason Kelsey, he was a part time mafia.
1: Dude, like Chop said earlier, how, imagine fucking being out there, bro. A bowling ball, ball. He's just shotgunning fucking beers than a bowling ball. It's bro. even
0: crazier because of, like, you know, like, maybe not between the players as much, but, like, you know, like, for fan bases, it's Casey and Bills at, like, each other's throats. So for Jason Kelsey to be the brother of Travis Kelsey and be out there partying with Buffalo, just, like, goes to show you, like, who he is as a person.
3: There, There's, like, a whole... There's a whole culture in Buffalo, though, that I feel like they're it was this way with the Sabres, it's this way with the Bills, where there's, like, a, a mutual respect, even though, like, even though Kansas City are turning into our biggest rivals, like, there's definitely a mutual respect from both fan bases every time we see Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen play each other. Like, oh, yeah. we're literally witnessing two of the greatest to ever do it, like, oh, yeah. you know, sure. so it, it's, it's definitely interesting how, how that works, but you know i it, it's a bummer it's definitely a bummer um to to see how things went down i was really hoping that this was going to be the year uh i i was about to uh i was about to say that uh, detroit and buffalo super bowl would have been the world the world would, world would oh. have collapsed especially because of because of gm there's so many people from detroit that live in buffalo or live in rochester yeah. because of the gm connection um but uh it was it was a rough loss but uh you know i i i read a comment yesterday or I read a comment yesterday on twitter that you know patrick mahomes is one of the best under pressure in the last few minutes of the game and with with tyler bass even if he made that yeah. there's no guarantee that that you know yeah. mahomes wouldn't never have done know. something crazy
2: it's but absolute. You're absolutely I, right. I think I really lose to Kansas and get Molly Watt by Baltimore. Yeah, I don't think we would have though. No. Honestly. I don't think I we think would've. we would have surprised I, we could have surprised people, him, but Baltimore is way too good right now. The thing is is like
1: we had every chance. You can't really be mad. We had every chance. The game was there for the taking for like the whole second half. Um the one thing I will say is like to see the city buzzing and everyone alive and, you know, the memes that comes out of it, the time that I spent with my family, that's the shit that makes it worth it though. You know, yeah. even though even with the loss, it was still a fucking great season. We seen some incredible shit. Josh is growing into being like a fucking star. We got some young stars on the team. There's shit yeah, to look I forward to as a Bills fan still. I mean
0: one of the I think like really like one of the biggest things that's gonna be talked about. Uh, from this season, too, is that fucking Shurfield catch, because that shit was still insane. Like, or how ju- do you catch that? What about Shakir when he how caught that ball an inch it. off the ground, how dude? How you catch that shit? Wow. And how does Josh Allen, as a QB, throw shit like that? Dude, dude? There, think about it. There's so many. Like, Diggs, the Diggs
4: catch, the Diggs Jordan catch. Oh,
2: 20 insane. minutes later.
4: What? Fuck, <laughs> I, I actually do know what <laughs> you're oh.
0: saying. <laughs> I actually think I love that. No, well you know,
2: but yeah, dude. It... One last comment: If Buffalo had to win the Super Bowl, National Guard, we're Coming to Niagara Falls, Buffalo, West New York, because Kids gonna get crazy. Oh, shit, I'm gonna light a trash can on fire. I'm a gonna... a trash can, bro.
1: They're gonna light fucking the gonna, on the fire. The world
3: is gonna burn. <laughs> like like this side of this side of uh, this side of Lake Ontario is gonna be gonna be on fire. My uh,
0: my boss at work says they already have. Uh, They already have plans in set because they know that if the Bills ever won a Super Bowl, literally none of the staff would show up the next day. Nobody's showing up. For sure not.
2: I'll call and say, boss, I can't make it
0: work. I wouldn't even call. I wouldn't even pretend to be sick. I'd be like, come on. You know why I'm not coming in. Don't be (laughs) stupid. I'll see
3: you next week. I mean, it's funny. Even when the game got moved to Monday, like, there was just, like, this vibe, like, everywhere of, like, Everybody's like, okay, our workday's ending at three because yeah. <laughs> everybody knows we're here. Yep, to end, right? literally. Like, um
1: my plant too is a fucking ghost
0: town, bro. Yeah, you can't when it comes to Buffalo football in Buffalo, man, nothing beats that, in my opinion.
3: Like I said, like I'm not I'm not a, really a football guy at all. But like like I said, it's just like inbred in the culture here, like, um, there's nowhere to run from it. Yeah, like there's, there's, it's it's crazy like There's nobody, like, I literally think that you could go to every single house in this neighborhood and everybody's going to know who Josh Allen is. Oh, Where, like, if you look at, like, any other, like, superstar, like, you can go through and one person isn't going to know who Taylor Swift is or one person isn't going to know who Leonardo DiCaprio is. But it's, like, it's crazy in Western New York. Everybody knows who their team is and knows Mm -hmm. who the players are. Like, there's never, like, a who's Josh Allen. You
0: know, so, I mean, there's kids that grow up in Buffalo that are, like, fucking praying to Josh Allen at night, like, that's their God, dude. <laughs> just how much Buffalo football runs deep around here, you know? Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, obviously, we had to get that, you know, we had to talk about the Bills, you know? Boy, we haven't been here since that loss, so you know, we had to bring it up.
1: But I miss you guys, man. It was yeah. it's been what three weeks or something since so I've been back. Yeah, it was... <laughs> I miss you guys, man. I'm glad to be back. It
2: took like a week off there and a week off here. Yeah,
1: we get hit with the snowstorm. It's been crazy like this last month in all aspects of life, you know. Yeah, well, I'm
0: also starting to realize too that, you know what I mean? As much as I love doing the pod and stuff, you know what I mean? It's not something we have to do every single week if, you know what I mean? If we don't, you know what I mean? Like, we could take breaks here once in a while, and it's probably good to take a break every once in a while. I mean, we're... You do get tired of it. What right?
1: episodes this week? We're
0: 127.
1: Oh, I thought we were higher. I thought we were at, like, 150
2: by now. Oh.
0: We're getting there. We're, we're getting now. up there. Getting 127
3: up there. is pretty... That's
2: a lot of episodes. So, Nate, are you a sports guy?
3: Uh, pretty big hockey guy.
2: <laughs> Who's your hockey name?
3: Uh Grew up being a Red Wings fan. Red uh, Wings. I definitely... Definitely am a Sabres fan. I grew into it over time. Like, when Dude. I was when I was a kid, I wasn't... Wasn't, but I am now.
1: Do you remember, uh, like the scary good years,
3: like two thousand two, two thousand three? Rick
1: Generat, Briere, Vanek. Oh,
3: Oh, so like two thousand four to like two thousand eight. Like you know, I when Rick, not when like obviously like everybody in Buffalo felt felt away when when Rick Generat passed away, but his last game, it was like it was so strange to feel like a whole like. Period of my life was closing. It was like, all right, you're officially right? grown up now. Like, Absolutely, it, it's he was such a legend, and you know, though like, no matter what, like, no matter what happens with Buffalo, I don't think we're ever gonna like be able to like experience the energy that was in HSBC Arena Absolutely. when Fanik, Briere, Chris it's Drury. Good. like, you know, like, that yeah,
1: was a little moment in time for sure. For yeah, sure, like, it
3: was. I mean the uh I watched a I watched a video like a couple weeks ago. I watched it with my dad. It was um it was a reflection on uh the Ottawa-Buffalo brawl. Oh, uh, that was a good one. And uh it was crazy to see like not only was it was it such a time staple in our lives. It was such a staple in their lives too, like I mean they all they all gathered around a table and talked about it and like, you know, that's awesome. I'd like to check that out. Yeah. You're talking about people who have Stanley cups, people who went to other, other cities and, and played and went and had really good careers. And they say like, there's nothing like the magic in Buffalo. Like something that stood out to me a lot is during that fight, Lindy Ruff got fined. Like, a lot of money for climbing over the bench. Yes. And, okay. I, I, and no, I forgot, local, forgot about that. The two thousand seven fight, and the local pizza place paid his fine for it. <laughs> and like <laughs> that's you know, he—that's
1: he, that Buffalo shit, baby. <laughs> they
3: interview him, and he's like, "That's just Buffalo." And it's like, you know, I look at like what happened with the Mar Hamlin, and it's like, it doesn't surprise me at all seeing how much money was raised. Yeah. That's just Buffalo. Yeah. That's you know, just what like we do. It, in. Yeah. I've lived in other cities, I've been fortunate to travel the world, and there's just, there's just such a sense of community in this side of Western New York, and I feel like when you're a kid, you don't really learn to appreciate that, but when you, when you grow older, it's, it's crazy to see, it's crazy to see that, like, you know, I feel like walking down the street at Buffalo into HSBC Arena, which is now First Niagara Center, right? Uh, yeah. Key Bank. Uh, Key Bank. It's been a minute since I've been there. But uh, <laughs> but it's like every time that you walk in, it's like you're walking in with an army of people that have your back, you know? Yeah, Opposed to like totally. you go to like a, a Lions game or you go to a Cowboys game and like you're fighting people with the same jersey in the parking <laughs> lot. Like that's just not happening in Buffalo, right? Like,
2: oh, trust me, it does happen.
3: It, it does, rarely, but not n- as much. normally alcohol. I, I know used, what you mean. Yeah.
1: It's definitely um, like the the spirit of buffalo i think you're talking about you 100%. definitely feel it. and I, that's why i think so many people rally behind the bills cuz the team kind of embodies that spirit a little bit well and you know? we
3: were down bad for so many years and we were down bad like, for so long man it, you for know, so long bro it's so crazy to think about the fact of how many years in a row we've made the playoffs now it's like you know there was a time and the, there was a time in our, all of our lives, that were like, yo, we pray that we get eliminated in the second round of the <laughs> <Right>. playoffs. <laughs> like-
1: definitely. That's definitely true, man. And I remember them fucking years. Whew. It just, I don't know, this this season, it just felt, everything just kind of felt so fucking damn right, didn't yeah, it? Yeah,
0: it felt like it was it just,
3: six and six. Yeah. And it, yeah. There was a chance
0: that
2: we weren't going to make the playoffs.
1: Right. And we just, and we came back like fucking beast mode. Yes,
3: dude, every game
1: was yeah. like
2: a
0: playoff game. Came back and put Miami in their place where they'd belong. Yes. <laughs> They're getting too cocky. They're getting a little too excited, you know, thinking they were running shit now.
3: I think that seeing, so the Chiefs struggled a little bit this year no i shouldn't say they like really struggled because they struggled for the chiefs right? Yeah, for, right but they were also very wrapped up in like the media and whatnot with the whole taylor swift thing and like you could tell that like although they said that it wasn't a big deal like you could tell that it affected andy uh, reed but sure. oh, absolutely. i think everybody thought what was going to happen buffalo beats kansas city andy reed retires and, you know, I think that was a theory that a lot of people had, but I think that a lot of us were hoping like, all right, this is going to be our year. We're finally going to be able to beat Kansas City because everybody knew that that game was going to happen at some point. Yeah. And I think that everybody felt like, all right, this is the year that we're going to be able to get past that.
5: And we almost yeah. did. Yeah. But
3: we
2: beat them in a regular season, you know? Well, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like we you... had their number, bro. We, we
3: made beat... them look bad. Didn't we beat them last year, though, in the regular season?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we yep. did. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, hold on. Before we go in I feel like I feel like uh, like, uh Papayola would be I'm like the person that's doing an interview with Papayola every time we talk <laughs> <laughs> Just saying it back and forth. Sacrifice. Uh d- but like
1: today. you said though with like DeMar Hamlin, that's why I like when I when I seen the fake punt, like my initial reaction was like how fucking moronic of a play to do that. But also it was like kind. it was kind of McDermott like trying to throw the kid a ball. It,
3: it was it, it was it was a if it had gone right it would have been a full circle. Yeah. Like, right. Like, it but would yeah. have been a Buffalo moment. And, yeah. And like, really, think about the headlines. It yeah. Would have so gone right. so I mean it,
1: forever, so right? kind of it's like almost like how do you not try to.
3: You don't you don't have a Cinderella story without trying to write it. Yeah. Right? So so, That's like, a fucking So like you know I think that I think that it like believe me i was in the same boat i'm like what the fuck are they doing but like at the end of it though it was like you know what if that had worked out it would have been pretty fucking oh, yeah, cool and we got the ball back anyway yeah. right. the refs for once once the ref got it right
0: finally
1: dude the finally. football gods were smiling on us yeah, that game I, I was like With w- the the uh the, the fucking ball going out the end zone and we got the you know yeah the yeah. touchback there you go couldn't take it the word. I,
3: I thought i thought that the refs for, I thought we were going to get fucked. Like, I thought we were going to get fucked we were for sure. Fucked. Like...
1: You're so used to it as a Bills fan. You know, it's like well, the ball's going to drop any
2: second. But any whom.
0: All right, calm down. You know your segway. You know you're terrible at segways, so don't <laughs> try
2: it. I don't, I don't know boy, just but it is. But any whom.
0: Anyway. Anyways. We did get a carried away a little bit, but I mean, it's it's easy to do when you're talking about Buffalo and the Bills. But, you know, I mean, it's that passion. Very, man. it's very much a passionate thing for everybody. You know, so it's easy to get carried away talking about it. But it's a good icebreaker too, because everybody. Can yeah, yeah, icebreaker. it's nice. It's definitely, a nice way definitely. to kind of you know, you know, bring out the get acquainted. Yeah, yeah,
3: you feel like you know you've known somebody for 20 years when you yeah, talk yeah. about the Bills, right? Hey, uh, uh,
2: talking about, uh, there's only one Buffalo championship team in the last year. It's the Buffalo Bandits. Oh Buffalo Bandits.
1: Obligatory bandits comment. Hey,
2: got put a band in this. They're, they're a professional
1: team.
3: So I got a beef because we got the Nighthawks. You know. So it's you know
2: funny. The 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 company I work for, they're sponsored by the Nighthawks. Our our sister uh our sister casino sponsors uh Buffalo.
3: It's probably because uh probably like real estate on like signage and shit is probably way more at First Niagara than it is or at KeyBank than it is at uh Blue Cross.
2: Something Blue Cross That's uh, a little it's much smaller.
3: <laughs> yeah, but uh All
1: right. All right yeah. So uh, not to wait, waste waste like, our guests here, my man Nate. Uh when did you, when would you get into music, buddy?
3: Uh been into it since I was a kid. Uh you know, found my first Blink-182 album when I was like man, third after grade. My own heart. <laughs> uh, I was sent it uh, a man after my own heart
2: was it take off your pants and jacket album
3: it was so no, I lied It was Enema of the state with the a,
1: nurse with the fucking yeah the oh, so, classic, so, classic dude I'll, I'm right back in middle school right so now, like shit.
3: you know that's the first time that like you figured out like what hormones are and shit, right <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but like uh you know i i i i just came across a story in my mind the other day um I was cleaning my neighbor's I needed to make money. I don't know what I needed to make money for. I was in 3rd grade. <laughs> but probably like probably a video game or, a game or something. But <laughs> I helped my neighbor clean out their garage because their daughter had just moved to college and I found a CD wallet there and the mom's like, "Yeah, you can take that. Like I think you'd like that band." And it was Blink-182. And uh, you know, it's so it was such like a small thing in my life, but like that changed the entire Trajectory of how my life turned yeah. out. Isn't it, it isn't crazy. it crazy
0: too? I would take you some it's always something just like small like that that just changes it all. CD
1: wallets, bro.
0: These kids they could never, bro. Oh, never. Could never. never. Matter of <laughs> fact, well, literally one right next to us. Is there? Oh, oh yeah. shit. And you know, it's also funny too, like when it comes to like bands like Blink 182, because me and my buddy talk about this all the time, because we both, you know, we both grew up listening and we love them. I feel like almost everyone who likes Blink 182 remembers. They remember like the, the moment situation they're in the first time they heard Blink 18, or the first time they were introduced to Blink One Eighty
3: Two. It's like the Bills. Man. Like I could tell you for a fact, feeling.
0: I could tell you for a fact the first time I ever knew what Blink One Eighty Two was is because of this guy
2: right here.
1: Literally, what's your, what's your favorite Blink song? Oh. All time.
3: Mm,
2: that's a tough one.
3: There's so many good
2: ones. Stay together for the kids.
3: Stay together for the kids is a really good song. Mine's damn it. That is, so that is a banger. Underrated. You know, I cannot believe that it was not a single, and it should have been a single. A Story of a Lonely Guy on Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Uh, Definitely a hit, but honestly, like, I I didn't like it when it came out because I didn't understand it, but, like, I definitely became a huge fan of self-titled, like, well, like, down the road. Like, I think that album's rips.
1: It's dope, like, going back to the old bands that you used to listen to as a kid with, like, adult ears.
3: Oh, 100%. Yeah.
2: Um. I had to agree. I didn't like uh, who was the uh, Matt Skiba. Matt Skiba. I didn't dude, when we saw him live. He, he just, you know, how you see, first time seeing Blink One Two, you get a fucking rage going on. Well, I mean, it's you see Skiba like,
0: nah, no, so I, I mean, no, the microphone. No, <laughs> no offense to Skiba though, he was always kind of screwed from the get go because nobody was ever going to be happy with Blink uh, until it uh, was uh, until uh, Tom came. It's back. like
3: imagine like Josh Allen getting traded. Yeah. They could bring in anybody. And it wouldn't be Josh. Allen, yeah, he was right?
0: filling. He was filling shoes that were way too big. Exactly. For him, you know what I mean. Kind, he kind of got screwed in that way. I mean, he did what he could. You know what I mean. And I'm not going to say that the music they made with Skiba was terrible because you know I liked it, but it definitely wasn't Blink 18.
3: Did you see the video that they put out for one more time? Uh, so it just came out. You got to watch it. It's like oh, your entire, it. it's like it. your entire Don't childhood. Don't, uh, I cried the first
0: me literally me and my buddy were on the phone watching the video together. Dude,
1: I, I got, got emotional when I first heard, heard him on the radio. Like it was again. crazy.
3: Like I texted, like I texted so many of my childhood friends, being like, "Yo, this is literally like watching like a like, um, what's the word the the, the movies that like follow you through your life? Not not documentary, but like the actual like boyhood." Yeah, uh, like i can't think of what the freaking kind of like a biopic kind of exactly yeah, biopic. yeah like it was literally like watching like one of those my entire childhood oh, <laughs> like, <fun. laughs>
0: and you know what i mean And that's like that's one of the things too that we've talked about a few times on here because we you know we've done episodes where we've talked about music and shit i think you know that's always one of the coolest things like when it comes to like the music industry and like music as a whole because like i remember the collective like Fucking heartbreaking that my generation got when we found out about Mark having cancer. Like, it was literally yeah. like or Travis heart- is playing oh, yeah, Crash. Yeah. And, like, there was people yeah, that yeah. I knew that, like, haven't listened to Blink or haven't even thought about them in years and are like, bro, I'm fucking heartbroken. There is right a now,
3: part, but, yeah. there is a part of, I feel like there's so many people our age that, regardless of where they are now, like, they had a Blink face. Oh, like, yeah. you know, whether or not they still listen to them, like, there was a piece of, I feel like everybody's life that blink played a role in for sure.
0: And I think I think that was you know I think the stuff with Mark Two was like really like an eye opener to a lot of people too. Like yo, you know, like this is life, man. Like this shit is real, you it, know. Like it's gonna happen to all of us eventually. Yeah. I mean,
1: another like powerful thing about music is it can transport you back to like places and time.
0: It, it's
3: you crazy I mean? how that works. It's like you know, there's still songs that like I can't listen to because of something I went through during. Oh yeah, for sure. during Make that you time, emotional shit. Like, yeah, like, totally.
0: There's songs that make me think of girls I haven't talked to in, like, 15 years, and I'm like, why am I all of a sudden heartbroken over this? Yeah. It's <laughs> finally, oh, like, back at One, Guru. Oh, uh, all right, calm down. <laughs> calm back down. At Don't one. start blowing <laughs> up my spot
3: over here. Okay. They just <laughs> unlock, like, so- certain songs unlock memories. It's like, yo, I haven't Definitely. thought of that person in, like, 15 Definitely years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not, you know, I think it's cool, too, that,
0: like, you know, you know, you got a band now, and you know you are in other bands before, because, like. I feel like almost everybody at some point, maybe not everybody, but a good chunk of people at some point growing up are like, yo, I'm going to start a fucking band with my friends, bro. Oh, you actually did that. You know what I mean? Like you actually did. it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mad respect for chasing your dreams. A lot of people give up on them over over time.
3: I really, really appreciate that. And yeah, I mean, it was always just. Was, music was always just my thing. Like, I was all, like, from the fifth grade, people knew, like, hey, that kid's going to be in a band someday, or, yeah. or like, that's what he's going to go do.
1: You are always and, that and kid, it, huh?
3: Always, always. And it's like, you know, I had a lot of friends that I felt, like, had the same dream, and, you know, that that's what's kind of sad, is, like, finding, growing up, and, and finding it, and seeing the amount of people that, like, yo, you thought they were going to go chase it with you, and, and yeah. it's not for everybody, but, like, when you, when you grow up, and, like, you realize, like, you know, I... I had I was in a band in high school and we broke up like right before we were about to get signed and uh like we had a manager that was real like we had a really really solid manager that still manages a bunch of bands to date um some of them are huge and yeah. uh but um you know I remember like the phone call that the singer of that band who was my best friend at the time giving me saying like hey I think I got to go to college cuz like we were we were in essentially like we were in our senior year And all of our parents were pressuring us for, like, what's the plan? Like, if you guys are not going to go to college, like, you need some sort of support or you need a label or something. And, uh, you know, I still remember the call where, like, he called me and was like, hey, man, like, I think I got to go to school. Like, I I think that that's what the route that I want to take. And, like, it was so heartbreaking for me at the time. Like, I felt so abandoned and whatnot. But, like, now as an adult, like, I get it. Like, it's not for everybody. It's really there's a lot of really rough years that you have to go through. Like, you know, even when we got signed and, and and when I joined signed bands and, you know, I had an album, I had a song that I wrote that went gold for another artist. And like, you know, it was like, I saw success that I had dreamed of, but it's like, at the end of the day, I was still like sleeping in a van and still like trying to figure out how to pay my bills and whatnot. And it's like, it's not for everybody. It, fucking
1: grind it, grinded, man. This is you know what? This is um fucking very cool because these are stories that people need to hear. Because if you want it bad enough and you try and you grind and you spend them fucking nights in the vans, this shit is possible. Oh man. yeah,
2: for sure, for uh, sure. Was, by, was it Dumber? Do you, do you live by the van, river? Oh. Yes, I do, I do, I do. Yeah. But uh,
3: it like you know it was it was definitely an interesting it was definitely an interesting time because uh but it taught me how to work like it gave me such a good work work ethic which like you know it might not have paid off in music but like you know i have a really really good day job now and 90 percent of like what i learned business wise and whatnot was through the hustle of being in a band and through that so it's like you know i it taught me more than school ever did and like you know life experience for sure and it's crazy because like i went to a really really good college And people still to this day, like, you know, there's people that will send their kids to like get advice from me and they don't like the advice that I give them because it's (laughs) essentially like, you know, what I truly learned is is like if you love something enough, you'll find a way to do it and you'll find a path there. Um, Mm. Some of the smartest people that I know, some of the most, I guess, successful people that I know are the people that dropped out of high school um, because they didn't like they didn't learn the same way that everybody else did but they were also so creative that their creativity took them so far. Like, um, I, I, I'm really good friends with the, with a company that owns an energy drink called bucked up energy.
2: Um, Yo, I had, I had, I tried that drink before. It was yeah. Good.
3: yeah. Yeah. And those guys are marketing geniuses. And one of the guys, Jose, who, who is very, very high up in the company and like their pro their, their product manager and whatnot, like, you know, I remember the last time I was in Utah, I was talking to him and he was like, yeah, I dropped out in 10th grade. And I was like,
4: yeah,
3: what? What? <laughs> and I was like, and now like that company's worth like $500 million. Yeah. And it's like, but a lot of that's, a lot of that was like his brainchild and whatnot. And it, it's crazy. Like working in marketing, I work with a lot of CEOs and CMOs and whatnot and, you know it seems like the bigger we don't the... need no education, well, they find their own education, we don't though, you need know no like control
1: no everyone everyone doesn't fit into the cookie cutter mold, man, one hundred percent, you know there's so many uh diff- visual thinkers, and I feel like school just tries to make you obedient. It's about like how and obedient you can be, you know
3: it's just so crazy that like the American school system puts so much pressure on these kids like make them believe that they're stupid if they don't learn in a certain way yeah, okay. it's like it makes you think of all like like this sounds this is super dark and not to take this here but it makes you think of like what inventions and what what life changing things died with the kids that committed suicide because they couldn't get through high school Mm, you know, mm, like, mm. like not to get like super dark, no, but I like, I mean, it's like, told that you,
0: you definitely got to think about. Yeah,
1: and for not, sure. And, and not only that, but the, the, look at the, especially nowadays, the indoctrination of of people, man, in schools.
3: It's it's crazy how it's crazy how it works. Very
1: scary and weird.
3: Hopefully, hopefully the school system changes over time, but we'll uh, but we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, man, I, I like what you said when you're touching on like the journey because, like, I feel like a lot of um, the beauty of life is in the journey,
3: um, for for sure. And I think that the 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 something that a lot of people don't realize is uh, half the fun of getting something is working for it.
2: Totally. Hey, uh, Nate, that's how being cheetah started. It was twenty one. If he was talking about doing this podcast for a while, I was like, okay, I'm I'm on board. I, I'm at Best Buy. I picked the phone up. I was like, dude, are you serious about this? So, yeah okay probably a couple hours later is how we that's how we got he in. loves to tell this story. that's how we got <laughs> that's how we are got getting losers yeah out but cause... that that's
0: literally i was gonna say that's literally what it was for me pretty much my whole life growing up it was always you know either i wanted to be some sort of a comedian because you know i always just like to make people laugh i was like looking. kind of my thing but Then when I got a little older, I'm like, you know what? I want to do a fucking radio show. Like, I want to talk about shit. That'd be awesome. I mean, that'd be fun. And then it kind of just stayed as like a thing on the back burner forever. I was like, you know, if this doesn't work out, maybe I'll finally chase that. And I just kept putting it, you know, I mean, I kept putting it off. And then when he was like, Yo, I'm just gonna buy the equipment for series, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just make the leap. Let's do it. And now we're here. And you know, it's good fucking thing you did. It's probably one of the best decisions we've ever made. Because I, you know, I mean, I have the time of my life doing this now. You know, doing the pod. I'm sure you know. A lot of people are like that with, like, music and shit, you know what I mean? Like, not to, you know, sound like a broken record here, because I've said this a hundred times on the pod, but, you know, doing this podcast pretty much saved my life, you know what I mean? It's, this became, like, it be, you know what I mean? It was cool to watch it go from, like, being just, like, a dream to, like, when we heard our first episode on Spotify ever, and was like, holy fuck, dude, like, this, you know what I mean? You this, find what you're you looking for it. when doing you stop searching now. for yeah, it, man. Yeah, first, like, so. we're
3: doing big shit now, like. Yeah. It's, it was awesome. It's so crazy like like you said earlier how such small moments play like such a pivotal pivotal moment in your life, right? Like, you know, that's um like I, I wish that they taught that a little bit more in high school under the fact of like you're not going to remember any of the shit that people like scare you away from from doing. Like, you know, Literally. I really wish like I for example, like I always wanted to be an actor and like, you know, i was so like thrown off it in high school under the fact of like oh that's gay or like that yeah. like that like <laughs> like theater kid queer like you know <laughs> but it's like you know you grow up and it's like i have kids that i went to high school with that turned out super successful and now everybody's like oh that's super cool it's like i remember when you bullied them like oh, yeah, i remember right? when
1: you bullied them out of it's this. funny i should change it, right <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: yeah you mentioned uh so uh some songwriting credits uh you want to go into that a little bit maybe mention some of the songs you've written or... yeah
3: so so kind of like I said earlier when you when you find what you're looking for when you stop searching for it so um right when that first band broke up um I stayed in contact with the manager and um we were sitting on a couple really what we felt like were really good songs and he's like you know I know that you're super bummed I know that like I know that you don't want to um I know that you like cuz <laughs> I did what every eighteen-year-old would do in that moment. Was like, "Fuck it, I'm not doing music anymore," <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Just fly." He's like, "Fly out to LA for a few days and do a few writing sessions." And um, so we wound up, we wound up doing a writing session, and I found out that it was going to be used for the, that it was supposed to be used for the Jonas Brothers. And so we wrote it, and like we, we were so confident that it was going to be picked up. And I still, like, remember where I was when I found out that it didn't get picked up. And I was, like, oh, man. And But, like, right before I hung up the call, he's, like, but I got something else. I think you need to fly to New York. I think that you need – give this one more shot. So I was, like, all right, whatever. And I went to New York wound up going to new york to find out that i had to go back to la and like (laughs) dude i'm dead broke at this time like i mean and my parents are very much like they're very very supportive but they were very much like at this time they're like nate like you gotta get over the fact that weston went to school you got like don't let this determine the rest of your life and it was very much like i remember i had no money and like i'd finally like used up the the money for my music career that my parents were going to lend me. So I called my, (laughs) I called my friend's dad and asked him for a loan. And I was like, look, I need a, I need a, I need a plane ticket. I'll sleep on a floor. That's all that I need. Like I need a $220 plane ticket from New York to LA. And I went out there and the first day of this writing session went terrible. Like it's a bunch of really, really well-known writers and me. And I can tell like right I can tell that they're like, who the fuck is this kid? They don't respect this thing at all. And on the second day, we were stuck on, like, a pre-chorus of the, the song that we were writing. And one of the original songs that I had sat on from the original band that broke up, I'm like, you know, we have something pretty similar that I think could fit here. And so I brought that to the table, and, like, I remember that like them listening to it back, and, like, it got silent for, like, what felt like an hour but it was really like five seconds but like (laughs) and they're like yeah let's try it so they demoed it and it worked out and um essentially we found out that the song was going to go to a um new band that had just gotten signed off of youtube called the vamps and we were like all right this is going to be like this is pretty cool um whatnot and then like (laughs) you know we made the deal I totally got fucked on the on like the writing credit, uh, but it it was at the point that it was like I'm not worried about the royalties. I just yeah. want something attached to my name. Like I just like I was so yeah. stoked to be like, okay, it's like a little taste of success. Exactly, right there, you know? it was yeah. something something that went something that was attached to my name, and then like a month before it came out, they're like, hey, we're gonna delay this, and like, oh, fuck, like what's what's gonna happen? They're like, well, we're gonna get a feature, and the featured artist is on tour right now. And I was like, "All right, well, who's the featured artist?" And they're like, "It's going to be Demi Lovato." And so when it then I was like, "All right, like we've we've got something here." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the song was called "Somebody to You." It wound up uh, wound up going gold. Um, went super went super well. Was played on Ellen. They played it on at the Teen Tor- Choice Awards that year. Like, oh, shit, that was it was really really cool sad. to see. Like, it was really really cool to see that yeah. success um but it was also like it was super like that was also just such a weird time in my life because it was like you know i just had this taste of success but i was still fucking broke yeah. like still absolutely broke and um but you know it was cool to see it's cool to see um how everything came around and that helped me get in a couple more sessions with so a couple wait, different artists
1: your landlord wasn't accepting uh, song credits at the time <laughs>
3: my mom was oh, not no. <laughs> <laughs> no. my my mom was very over it but um <laughs> But uh, you know, but I did realize, like through that experience, that like I really wanted to do my own project or like be on stage. And um, not too long after that, I got a call to go and try out for for a band. So that I made it in called the Bunny the Bear. We uh, <laughs> don't have to dive into that too much, but uh, <laughs> but then from there, I joined a band called I Saw My Friends on Fire, and the rest is really history.
0: Oh, dude, that's badass, man! Awesome, man! But like, uh. Obviously, you know, we talked a little bit about, you know, like, you first discovering that first Blink scene. But, like, other than Blink, man, what were your kind of, like, your, uh, your like, musical influences growing
4: up? We good? (laughs) (laughs)
5: Okay,
3: sorry, my bad. I can speak away. Speak farther away. My bad. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, okay, no worries. Um, We, um, so, influences growing up, like, I grew up, like, absolutely, like, Said, Blink one eighty two is probably the biggest Fallout Boy. Um uh, I'm trying to think of man, you put me on the
2: spot with this one. I, I got to saw Fallout Boys for the first time last year. Really? How were they? They're, they still got it? Oh, <laughs> fucking Pete had a fucking flame come on his guitar. Yeah. Fucking, <laughs> had, fucking uh Patrick look got fatter. Man, like, life
3: happens, bro. It, it does it, happen. It happens to all of us. Well right? but, <laughs> but at least
2: <laughs> not <the>, like uh, a <laughs> ball for green where the and got super fat. Bowling for Soup. Well, yeah. Bowling, yeah. Yo, don't
3: put
0: my man
2: Jared on the yeah, spot. Yeah, like dude, that. Jared's one <laughs> of my good friends. Dude, come yo, on, I'm not he it's was like super, he was super skinny when he first started the band. Now he's just like a dad now. Or... Yeah, but he's super happy, and
3: that yeah, that's dude. what like J- Jared. Jared's, life, Jared's doing well. Jared. Jared and I talk talk a fair amount. Um that's awesome. But I, I also that. grew up on like Yellow Card, Simple oh. Plan. I was gonna say,
1: yo, yeah. that's crazy that you just said those two bands back to back. Because I was gonna say the new stuff uh they mentioned in the car that they got some simple plan vibes but i was totally thinking yellow card
3: <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome
1: that's so funny if you just said it yeah like
3: that. i definitely grew up on, on on both of those bands and like i definitely grew up on a, a lot of um you know buffalo legacy cute is what we aim for <laughs> oh, yeah, but uh how
2: about, how about art, art of dying
3: art of dying
2: they're from buffalo
3: art of dying is from buffalo
2: Come on, fish. You should know Come this. On, <laughs> I, I don't think they're from. <laughs> <about> <laughs> encyclopedia. For, I thought they were Canadian. No, they were foreigners from Rochester.
3: Foreigner the, is from Rochester. They're the
2: front man is from Rochester.
3: Yeah, so Luke Gra- Lou Graham, right? Yeah. yeah.
2: Is it, this oh, is, my dad nice right.
3: Oh. oh, really? That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, Luke
0: Graham's. My, my, I'm, I'm, I met. I met Foreigner. they walked right by me when I worked at the casino. it Was badass.
3: That's awesome. I, I definitely bad. grew up on stuff like that too. Like my like my dad was. Uh, my dad really like instilled like bands like Sticks and, oh, yeah. and yeah, Cheap yes, Trick bro. and I mean, stuff you, like that. If
0: you didn't have a dad putting bands like that in your life, man, you didn't grow up right. Uh, right, that, that dude. Changed me as a person. Yeah. I was wrong. Like Shout out up.
3: to Pops, dude. Van <laughs> Vancouver. Huh.
2: Vancouver. I
3: told you did I not say Canada? Yeah.
2: I did say Canada. <laughs> You're over it. here embarrassing us. Wow, Caused
3: I can't believe that I knew that. That's
2: crazy. <laughs> but, uh, I thought they were from like like Buffalo, like Toronto, but they're actually from uh I think you might be thinking of uh Eve to Adam. is from Rochester. Or no, I I was thinking Cannibal Corpse, the guy from Can- Cannibal Corpse
3: is from Buffalo.
1: Yeah, I, I knew it. a guy who played drums for Cannibal Corpse. Yeah, but video, I heard,
2: I heard the leasing of Cannibal Corpse Nice, like everyone's are saying about he, metalheads, these these strong vocal metalheads, like oh they're so dangerous. No, the dude from Cannibal Corpse goes to a damn arcade and wins. Yeah, the prize. Forty dollars worth yeah. for, for prizes just get money. <laughs> so
3: so Cannibal Corpse is definitely like satire, essentially. Like well, I think that they like a lot of that like brutality uh, of bands. Like it's. It's kind of it's all it's like impact. a shtick, yeah, that, exactly. You know? it's like, like a gimmick, almost. Like, kinda. oh, dude, nah, nothing. Like like, like, like nothing's heavier than like I'm gonna go and start a band called Bundy. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. but it's <laughs> it, but it's like, does that mean that I'm like all about Ted Bundy? <laughs> yeah, no, like
2: right. you know, or uh, or the the uh, they broke up. Well, Oakley
3: dokley So Oakley I sent my Doakley. friends on fire. And played Doakley. some shows with Oakley dokley They funny. they were they were cool. They were cool, but. Um, but yeah, as far as influences go, like there's definitely like some smaller bands that played like a huge, huge influence in my life. Like the Dangerous Summer, um, is probably like my favorite band of all time. Um, man. I hate to say it, all time low. Like, I was an all time low kid. I mean, like, I think, I think, I it's like, like I
0: think everybody had all time low.
3: The all time yeah, low was did. like really like our era of blank, right? Like, yeah, I
0: think, I think, you know, there's, I say. think almost you walk into a room, almost everybody in that room is going to know Dear Maria Compton. Yeah. Like, So Wrong It's each Right each it was, it was such a good album.
2: How, how about Day to Remember?
3: I was definitely a big Day to Remember fan. Day Fish Day. was the biggest Day to Remember fan on
2: earth. Like, but, but I like how Fish is like off there. He's like, man, I'm over here to support my boy. Fish over is here. A cut. <laughs> He's in the cut. Uh, like. Fish and
3: I went to see Data Remember, like before they blew up, like right after for all those have or for those who have heart came out. It was them and four years strong at the club side of Water Street. Which, like, I'm not sure if you guys have ever been to Water Street, but it's literally like the club side in is like Rochester. Yeah, it's as big as this room. Like, it's super super small. But um. I remember a day to remember uh, someone jumped their merch guy while they were playing and they got off stage and fought like they got off stage and got into a major fight and then like went like refused to finish the set. And like, I remember I was so disappointed. Like I was like, man, what was their one? What was their one song off that album that everybody loved? Um, The uh, plot to bomb the panhandle. They didn't play it. And I was like, so like, this is
1: fucked. Like, let me just say, what a great time to fight when you have like three hundred people who are like huge fans of you all around. I it. think that was my a great
3: dad was too. with us too, and like, <laughs> I remember, did he jump in? Is the no? I, I think know. my dad was <laughs> like, "This is so bad. Like, this is such a bad influence for my kid." <laughs>
2: like, say, "Pops, hey, hey, they're good."
3: But then it's like you know, like a year later like they're the biggest band they're the biggest metal band in the united states crazy and how it happens, right? it's crazy how it happened overnight it was definitely cool because like the band that i was in the bunny the bear we were signed to the same label as them um so that was definitely like kind of a, like i remember the first time that i walked into the victory records office they have a they have a gold record of um homesick like right wow. there and it was like Oh man, this is this is this
2: yeah. is cool. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. You know, when I saw Germany from a uh, day, remember, it was in Rochester. It was at the uh, oh, right. OR before they closed that bitch down. <laughs> yeah, they did. But, they did. Yeah, the armory didn't know how to staff people. Didn't know how they make us wait in the damn cold. They could just brought us in that little lobby. Thank God they're closed because I'll not go back to a damn fucking show over oh, there. It,
3: it sucks though because like we don't.
2: Nothing. Nothing comes to Rochester anymore.
3: Like shows, just don't go to Rochester. Like, who are we going to go see last night, Fish?
5: No, who are they on tour with? Prada.
3: Yeah, like
2: I was supposed to go to that show. Yeah, in Buffalo.
3: Yeah, we we wanted to go to that, but we're like, I got to drive to Buffalo today. I don't want to drive to Buffalo two days in a row. Yeah, I feel you. Know, <so>. really. <laughs> uh,
2: <clears throat> My uh, partner's from Rochester, so I've driven. Back and forth,
3: I hate it, dude. I hate it. Like, <laughs> I, like it sucks because it's only an hour. But like, you know, every every single like mile marker or whatnot, like you know, it's in your mind. So it's <laughs> like, I hate like getting to Batavia and I'm feeling like I should be like ten minutes away and I'm still forty five minutes away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But uh, I was you were just talking about the
2: Armory. I seen uh, nothing more.
3: Okay, Pop Roach. I was yeah, at that nice. show with Escape the Fate. Opened yes. it.
2: Yeah, I was more. I was more mad about that show. Oh, you got me ready now. I'm, because those fucking dickheads in the armor did God got their clothes. Armor, you fucking you suck my taint. Because I, I had my Escape yeah, to Fame shirt taint, on. bro. I had my Escape to Fame shirt because I was. I, I, I'm still a big fan of them. I missed the first act. We just barely got in for a and That is like, are you fucking kidding?
3: <laughs> <laughs> the the Nothing More show. Something happened that night. What what happened that night?
2: No, I went to the Rockzilla one.
3: I'm trying to think of the one that you went to, because it was it was nothing more of Papa and Escape the Fate, right? Yeah. Something what happened? There was some sort of event. I forgot exactly what it was, but like there was some sort of event. I think Escape the Fates backtracked weren't working.
5: Like in <laughs> like in
3: I don't know. That was a weird night. But yeah, that was a good show though. popper we were we were literally just talking about it like it's so funny like when we were like when we were in like this metal scene nobody like like liking like bands like Papa Roach or like like dad rock bands is lame but it's like you know we were talking about it on the way here like Papa Roach has fucking bangers bang bangers on bangers on bangers, on bangers. and not only that it's like dude I hope when I'm 50 I look like that guy. Like, he's like yeah, he still aged like, much. L- that's what I mean. I'm yeah. like, dude, like, <laughs> and he's an incredible performer, and he's a good person. Who, you, call Yeah, yeah, incredible performer. Like, I mean, you can you can see the experience in, in that in them. Like, you know, his voice doesn't really stand out much on the records, but like, he can sing, he can rap, he can entertain. Like, shout out, shout out, Papa Roach. That makes a
0: huge difference. That's a big.
3: Dude, big, big I mean, deal. it's
0: it's also cool as fuck, dude, that you like just casually dropped that, like, you and Jared Bowling for Super Friends and shit. Because, like, <laughs> I was a fucking huge Bowling <sighs> for Super fan growing up. like, I loved them.
3: So, Jared Jared is a really good friend of mine, and he's a very he's super humble. He's super interactive on social media too. Um, so definitely reach out to oh, him. He's, he's already DMing a message. Yeah, he's a uh, he, he's a really good dude, but. You know, it's funny because, like, some of that stuff doesn't really phase me, like, which is, like, you know, if I went back to, like, 11th grade, Nate, I'd be, like, yeah. I would kill to be friends oh, with Jared yeah. from Volley Pursuit. But, you know, like, being in I Set My Friends on Fire was really cool because it was, like, a big enough name that you could kind of rub shoulders with those people and they knew who you were. Like, even if they didn't like your band, they respected you. Like, they knew they knew what you were you were there for and knew yeah. that you were on the same hustle, so... Yeah, that's fucking get cool,
1: you into dude, some yeah. circles and start, oh, for you know, sure. Yeah. for sure. Yeah, I
0: had I had a uh, a few weeks back. I had like a little fanboy moment. I uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that band, Girlfriends, with Travis <laughs> Mills and them.
3: Yeah, he also used to TM though. Really?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, fish liked... is a fucking celebrity back there. Let's get this guy a mic. Yeah, so I.
0: Yeah, I have reached out. to, I've like commented on one of their posts or something on fucking Instagram, and he like responded to me. I was like, "Isn't that the dopest?" Like on, when like I was like on they like a high for like take twenty the time. minutes. I'm like, "Yo, this dude just talked to me." Dude, like, this is the that's
3: that's like the biggest advice that I can give the bands is like, if they have any sort of success, interact with the people. Like, you know, I can't tell you how many people would send me messages. And would be like surprised that I responded, or be like surprised that it means a like, lot
1: to people. Man, wh- that know?
3: little, that little interaction of taking two seconds means the world from that m- means the world to them, and it means like, like you know, those little things that you do for them makes them a fan for life. Like you know, yeah. writing somebody's name on a guest list because they don't have enough money to make it to the show. It's like I can't tell you how many people that that's made cult following fans forever because oh, yeah. like. You know, like, you took the two seconds out out of your day to make sure that they made it to the show. Oh, yeah, I mean, regardless, yeah, it.
0: regardless of, like, you know, whatever happens to that band, like, if the girlfriends, like, broke up on it and never made music again, I'll forever be a fan of Travis Bill Not just because he took a time out of his day to say hi to me on Instagram. <laughs> and
3: now I'm going to remember it forever. He's a really, really smart business guy, too. Like, I, I, I respect emails a lot. And, like, uh, just real quick, super off
0: topic, too, like, just to kind of go with, like, what you said about, like, people reaching out. A couple oh, yeah. of years ago, I fucking uh, Man. I posted something on Twitter as just like a fluke to like the cast of like, the Sandlot because I was like my favorite movie growing oh, up. Oh, God. And they fucking <laughs> responded to me. And I literally I drove that high for like the rest of the Dude,
3: year. He did. Every time I met somebody, he I'm really like, oh, you know, did. the Sandlot crew set up to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, almost it's, all it's so crazy. Like, yeah. like I, uh, what I do for my day job is I manage NASCAR drivers. I know that's super random, but. Oh, hell. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, what, what team? A uh, bunch of different teams mainly dude I would <laughs> never fucking guess that <laughs> I, dude, I know, of all super, things I would
1: never guessed that it's bro.
3: super random but I, I manage a bunch of different drivers but they have like a whole different world and like social media on like the younger drivers like what I've really tried to do instill in them is like that same side of like music interactions that they have online like go follow people go respond to their tweets and like what has made like it's crazy like because if you like, what I would have them do is I was like, look up NASCAR fan and on Twitter and see like who has it in their bio and just go and follow them first. Mm. And like the fact That's that it's yeah. the first interaction with them is them get not them getting a follow back, them getting a follow from the driver. Like that has made so many fans for life. And oh, yeah. it, it's it's crazy how that
2: works. Man, you do a bunch of rednecks and mm, their only time they watch NASCAR is just Nope. Oh, look, you just go one on the left corner. Just left. Oh, just <laughs> all straight, right, chop right? easy. Oh shit! An uh, accident. All the rednecks are like, Oh shit! You see that shit? I was oh, uh, cut his mic off.
0: <laughs> I I was looking up a little bit, you know, like just a little bit of like you know a little bit of your background on the way here and stuff, you know, just to kind of get an idea. And then that's when I seen like the NASCAR thing, and then I seen that, you know. You, your like friends or like partners them with Antonio Williams who was in the yeah. played for the Bills. Yeah, that's fucking sick, too. And I'm like, yo, this is I'm like, yo, this is badass because like if Antonio Williams ever has one fan from when he was in the Bills, it's gotta be me. Dude, that's awesome. I was I was hoping for the longest time. i like, yo, if they don't sign this dude and keep him, I'm gonna be fucking dude. Bad. He
3: got like, he got fucked. I like, loved he, him. Dude, he, he I thought got he was fucked. great. He had a lot of offers to go to different teams, and he stayed loyal to. He stayed loyal to Buffalo. And at the last second, Buffalo had an option to pick up Matt Breida at a ridiculous rate. And they had had to do it. You hate to hear it. That happens too much in in sports. I mean, Antonio did everything right. Like Antonio chose to stay in his senior year. He could have gone, he could have gone like probably second or third round in the draft. Chose to stay his senior year, got injured his senior year that's why he didn't get drafted mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was it was it was definitely a brutal time but you know he went and showed out in buffalo um had a bunch of offers from different teams went and visited with miami vegas like you name it he went and visited there brandon made him a promise like hey i'm going to take care of you cuz they they had some like uh unc connection or something yeah. like brandon brandon bean and, and antonio were super close um and like antonio i remember the like he got cut six times in four weeks because the they were just trying to figure out a way to keep yeah. him because they didn't want to let him go. But it was also kind of like, Hey, he could have gone to a different team and easily been the third or second string and been dressed every week. But he really, really wanted to pay a play in Buffalo and it just didn't work out. Then he went to the New York giants. And, uh, when, uh, the offensive coordinator went over there, yeah, he brought him there baseball, yeah. and then they signed Matt Brita too.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: like like a arch nemesis guys, though. like he's probably got like a little you know dartboard in his house now. <laughs> uh, like
3: they're they're, they're good man, friends. They're good yeah. friends, but Antonio's doing well. He, he his his situation was was very interesting. Like I don't want to speak for him or whatnot, but like he lo- he was very good at football, and he definitely I don't want to say he didn't love football, but he really evolved. Like he's a very very smart guy, and I think at the end of the day. This sounds crazy because, like, who wouldn't want to play in the NFL? But I think that he felt like he could be a bigger contribution to society doing something else. Hey, That's so, not wrong with that man.
1: And you got to have different passions. You can't put all your eggs in one basket.
3: Yeah, I think it was. Uh,
0: yeah, I remember hearing when fucking when after Dayball left and they're like, "Oh yeah, they're taking Antonio Williams." I literally told my dad, "I'm like, I've never been so mad in my life. I wanted that dude to play for the Bills. Like, I fucking loved him. I'm like, yo, this dude's gonna be a beast." I said, now they're going to fucking lose him to the Giants, and they're going to regret it. Oh, he's so such
3: mad. a humble guy, too, So when like, I
0: seen that, that, like, you were, like, friends with him, and you guys, like, worked together and shit, I'm like, dude, this is the coolest fucking thing. <laughs> That's awesome. is, I'm like, yo, this is, like, kind of, like, fate, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man.
2: That's hey, awesome. Nate, um, I'm, I'm looking at your, uh, the drop-off album mm-hmm. you guys just dropped on, uh, December... 15th. December 15th of last year. There's a, like, as soon as you told hey, check these guys out. Okay. I, I know not, that was a bad segue, but... What did you get in shocker? But if you do, if you do, if you do listen to us, I'm the guy that usually cuts a bad seg. <laughs> but I'm just looking at your music. This song was supposed to be on a video game. The-
1: yeah, I want to hear the story behind that yeah. one. All too.
3: Right, all right, so so the story behind this one.
2: <laughs> um, all right, so man, fish guy's like man, don't tell this story. <laughs> <man."> <laughs> <laughs> through so
3: through NASCAR. Um, through NASCAR, we like I got to know like I got to know the people at Seven Hundred Four Games, the company that made the NASCAR game. Because oh, no I had to submit all like the paint schemes and stuff. So, um, it came up one day like they're like, "Hey, like I hear that you're in a band. Why didn't you submit to the soundtrack?" I was like, "You know, like it would have been cool, but like I try not to mix like business and and, and the band stuff."
6: Yeah.
3: And, um, they want somebody wound up calling me like on like a like two-day note not even a two-day it was actually literally one day they're like hey we had a spot open up one of the licensing on a song that for the game that's about to come out didn't get cleared um can you send us a new song by 9 a.m tomorrow morning Uh. (laughs) and we're like uh okay like so we went and recorded this in the i in like batavia like so our drummer at the time had a cousin that had a friend that had a studio and we recorded it super, super random. It was the only place that we could find to record it that night. So we did it. And like when I went to go and record the vocals, I realized that the chorus was way out of my vocal range. So (laughs) I had a friend named Lauren, um, who, who I, I can't believe I didn't know this. I'm a terrible friend, but like, she's like super YouTube, YouTube famous now, like super, super YouTube famous. And, uh, I sent it to her, and I'm like, hey, what are the chances that you can get this to me by, like, 5 a.m. tomorrow morning <laughs> to get mixed? And, like, I shot it on a whim. She's like, okay, yeah, like, give me an hour. So she, she did it, sent it back, um, and we essentially sent it in, and they were like, this is great, but we can't put it in the game because of the last line of the song. The last line in the song was, uh, find a cliff and hit the gas. Uh, they said uh, that it, like, because it was rated E or whatnot. It was, uh, uh, so so they're like, but listen, get us a new mix of it, and we'll get it in the game next year. And we're like, all right, perfect. Done. Send us a contract, everything all good. And we're like, all right, cool, we're good. And like two months later, they're like, they sent us an email that's like, hey, we just sold the company out of bankruptcy. Um, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> we're not making the NASCAR games anymore. Ah. So I was like, all right, well, <laughs> well it's unfortunate.
1: Well, made for a cool name, at least.
3: Yeah, for sure. I think that that's, like, I, I, it's super random. People and, ask if it's a true story. but yeah, And I'm sure you wrong.
1: know this. You're going to be answering that question probably for the next
3: five years. Forever. Or at least. <laughs> forever, forever, forever. I, I also got to ask, though, when it comes to, like,
0: the band, too, I, I want to ask, like, what inspired the name Loser School?
3: So it kind of just fit over like the the whole like persona of like what kind of what we stand for like um you know i am a very like unconventional person and so is andy who's in the band yeah. like we're not really like the traditional like traditional what you see isn't necessarily what you would think it is i guess per se um but um you know, like, for example, like, hitting people out of nowhere, like, hey, I managed NASCAR drivers, or yeah. this, this or that, or, like, I went to University of Michigan, or stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, we um, we just felt like it was a name that was really, really, like, fitting under the fact of, like, kind of accept, like, was a acceptance thing under, like, accepting that you're not society's norm or whatnot. Um, and we also really just like the movie It. I like, was going to say, so, open it, so it, it. It did have to do with that, <laughs> but, like... We felt like, you know, Losers Club is also, like, a different, it's a different project than, like, we've ever really had because, like, we were both always, like, the super young guys, like, used, like, the youth as, like, a, a marketing tool and, like, we're old now. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, we had to kind of, like, we didn't want to go out and be like, all right, we're going to try to get polished up and whatnot and try to be something that we're not. Like, yeah. we're just going to kind of more of adapt it and... It worked Worked with the brand and whatnot, and, uh, you know, like, it, it's uh, it's worked out. The SEO on it, though, sucks. Like, finding it on Google Yeah, sucks I was saying, right, the first it,
2: time I tried yeah, to, no, of, I was trying like, to find like, it. Like, like the SEO
3: so shit, yeah. like, I've tried so hard to figure out because of the fucking movie. Like, I don't know what, like, the Devil Wears Prada, like, went through. <laughs> or, like, <laughs> like... Like, or whatnot, but like, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely, uh,
0: yeah. That also, that also, like, we kind of have that issue too, because there's another pod that's just getting loser. So
7: exactly. that's why when I
0: tell people, they're like, yeah, I'll look up getting loser. I'm like, no, no, you got to look up the entire thing. Yeah. <laughs> Cause if you don't, you're going to get that pod, yeah. which I didn't realize they were already out there when we started this. And by the time I figured it out. Yeah. We had already started working on like logos and shit, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. We might as well have just run with
3: it now. If I could go back and do it again, I would have probably put like an X in club so that yeah. it was like C L X B. Like bit, something yeah. that, that would have, you know, separated it, like a chain or made it one word or something like that yeah. because it's definitely like the search engine op- optimization shit sucks. <laughs> but... yeah, you got
1: a uh, favorite track on the new album? Yeah. Uh...
3: Ah, uh, forever and always, like forever which is cool. Which is cool to see the fact that it, it, like that's the song that's doing the best. Like, I wrote that song about my parents, and like had always said like Hey, I want to write a song about my parents and yeah. and, and whatnot." Dope. And, uh You know, like it's cool to see how well it's doing. So
2: yeah, it's badass. Song. And my my other favorite track is "The Boy Back Home." That gave me. they give me like old school like, uh, all time low, Hell yeah. Uh, plain white tees.
3: Playing White teas. That's a band that I haven't heard in a long time, but that's awesome. No, but because
2: yeah. it says you're, whoever is it you or is it It's me? Yeah, it's about like hey. Uh, by the way, chick, f yourself because you had a chance with me. <laughs> it just reminded me of Dear Maria. I'm pretty sure that's not what. Yeah, that's, I, that I, that, I, that, I, that
3: song's I, more so. that song's <laughs> more so about like like you know. It's not completely. It's not complete. Like that's not completely wrong, but um, it, it, it's uh. It was definitely like a like that was definitely like a, a maturity song under like, you know, realizing that um realizing that like growing up and growing apart isn't necessarily it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like yeah. it might suck in the moment, but you know, they're like there's a line that also got cut out of that song. The last the last the last line in that song was supposed to be I can't help but be happy for you. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, like Part of growing up is like having to learn people, uh, learning to let people go, and uh, it's really, really the meaning. So not technically, yeah, uh, <laughs> not technically, but but you're not too far. <laughs> I, I, I think uh, the good so thing cool. about music like, like songs like
0: that too is like even if you're not like a fan of like pop punk and stuff like that, you know what I mean. That's the kind of song with like a message where like everybody can kind
3: of. That's what's been connect so. Cool. That's it, what's yeah. been so cool about the Losers Club stuff. Um, you know, like I I think that seeing how many people from different who like different genres like have found it and have been like, Hey, I really, really like this stuff. And it's definitely been cool to see like, you know, my last nine years of my life, I said, my friends on fire has been attached to like everything that I've done. Mm-hmm. And like one of the reasons why I was so stoked to come and do this was because like, you weren't like, you had no idea about I said, my friends on fire or anything yeah. else. Like you found this off an ad and just liked the music and oh, yeah, to, to yeah. see that, like, that is such a rewarding feeling because it's, like, you know, my biggest fear with leaving Ism Fof was, like, who's gonna care anymore? Yeah. Like, you know, like, the biggest part of my life or, like, the biggest part of my identity that I've had for the last nine years, like, is gone. Like, yeah. are people still gonna give a fuck? Like, are people still gonna care? Like, what friends were friends with me just because I was in this band or whatnot? And, uh, you know, like, seeing people, like, Come up fresh under the fact of like hey we're just we're just here because of the music, like we just like the like we're just fans of the music like yeah. and like I'm not gonna lie like like I get asked like i get I've gotten asked to do a lot of podcasts about leaving i set and whatnot, wow, and man. like don't normally don't normally take them. and like one of the reasons why I was so inclined to do this was like like I said, it was like it was about the music, and oh. it was super cool and like something that was super rewarding to me, so. I definitely really really appreciate you guys. Yeah, appreciate man. You. I mean, once
0: like Dude, once it's I awesome just have you, man. yeah, once I like discovered the band and then like I started to look up you and you know your buddy that do it with you, and then that's when I looked up you and then I seen that you're you know, and I accept and I'm like, oh, you know that's cool, but like. I, I'm like no, you know, I mean, like no. I'm like no offense to that band, but I don't really care about yeah. that. I care about oh, the yeah. Club yeah. To be
2: honest with that band, I probably heard more songs. Only like their one song. This is number one <laughs> on Spotify right now, for hey. sure. Because you got that nice techno beat to it, and guys just starts fucking. <laughs> 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 Things that with Orange. Well, hit... that's
1: cool. That sounds like this is like more like kind of a passion project. Yeah, you 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 know, You hit like it. Something. You hit it on the. Right. You hit
3: the nail on the cool. head. Like this was very much like a. I'm not trying to make it anymore. I'm trying to just write songs that yeah. are good and like mean something to me. Like, you know, there's a lot of songs on this album that like are about certain situations in my life that I never would have written about before. And it was like very much like a, like it was very much like a set yourself free type album under yeah. Like the fact that like, Sick. just throw this out out there. And like a lot of the songs are like super, super personal. So, um, you know, like seeing the response that we've gotten off it has been like, I can't even like,
5: I can't even <laughs> explain it, dude. Like it, 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 like the
3: last three months of my life have been incredible, just because, like, there's that reassurance under the fact of like, hey, like, you earned this. Like, you mm-hmm. didn't get here because like, you know the thing of of the way that we grew up, fish same way. Like, we we grew up in a very very good part of Rochester, and. Like my dad was super successful and always, 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 always the whole thing with I set my friends on fire, the bunny, the bear, everything was like, oh, Nate's dad's rich. That's what got him there. And it's like, you know, this was the first project where like, like didn't take a dollar from anybody else, all self-funded in my basement, you know, like did it 100% DIY and to see like the fact that like, you know, like. When you hear it enough times, like you start to believe it, right? So like mm-hmm. when you hear enough times like, Oh, like you didn't earn this or like you're only here because you know so and so. Like someone like someone on my like I-, I looked at I looked at it the other day, someone brought my attention, but like my Wikipedia has the fact that like I'm related to Michael Eisner. Um, oh yeah, I've seen that. Which too. is super the thing that's so fucked up about that, I've met him once. Yeah. Like he's it's not like it's like a direct like it's like he was in my family, like related by marriage. But it's yeah. like he's done nothing for my career, or like, like I said, I've met the dude once. Nobody in my family even talks to be- him. But when people read that, like, oh,
5: they look at you. As they're they're like, like idea, oh, yeah. like
3: like he must have gotten the Demi Lovato song yeah. because Michael Eisner was his second uncle or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> it's like it it like
1: people on the internet can be so weird and like judgy, man. Dude, you know, it, it, it's it's it's. A lot of that comes from hate and envy i people envious, I would assume you know,
0: yeah, and i uh I mean no offense to that guy, you know, I know what your family is, but if like, that dude have said... that sucks if it wouldn't yeah. have said on the Wikipedia who he was, I wouldn't know who <laughs> bro he was. I so no
3: I didn't idea. know this, but like Lord Farquaad was literally based off of my as well, so like <laughs> so so like the animator, the animator from. Like the one of the main animators, the guy who went and started DreamWorks, yeah, was someone who got fired from oh, Disney. I've heard all the stories. About and it. So really? Michael Eisner was his boss at Disney. <laughs> so the first thing that he did at DreamWorks was go and I create did, a character. I
0: think
1: I did
3: hear something. I, about yeah, that. I've heard I've stories heard, yeah. about the, uh, <laughs> the
0: DreamWorks starting up and all that. Yeah, I heard. yeah.
3: So, but it's like you know, like I said, like once again, like this has just been super, super rewarding, and you yeah. know, like, like I said if you hear it enough, like you kind of start to believe it. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I was super thrilled to get that DM. So definitely appreciate it, man.
0: Yeah, man. I, I mean, I appreciate you even responding. I mean, you could have responded and just told me to fuck off. And I still would have been happy that you even responded at all. <laughs> so when you responded and said, yeah, I'd love to come on. I'm like, fuck, dude. You know, like, what do I say now? I didn't expect to get this. We
1: got the, we got the natural fucking losers link here. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, Loser, dude. Losers I mean, I feel like I'm I'm I've
3: like, like, known you guys forever. I'm like, <laughs> like, maybe if he hears the name,
0: that'll make him want to come on more. Cause, you know, I feel <laughs> kind of like cousins yeah, kind of now ass either. and then uh but yeah man also too on that that boy back home song i kind of wanted to say you know when i first, the first time i listened to it uh cuz you know i don't want you know i don't want you to have to play favorites but i did listen to the album first before anybody else here, <laughs> so, you know, just keep that in mind but uh the first time i heard it it kind of gave me like a uh, december by neck deep kind of vibe oh that's yeah, a good that, song that's that a very very good yeah, song it kind of like, gave me that vibe and i'm like okay w- w- now I we got might do some neck deep on the way
1: home what um. Today. What made you guys uh, do the Kid Leroy song? Uh, you just Kid like, Laroi, like is, is it Kid Laroi? Wait, wait, wait! I want
2: to know—is it Kid Leroy? Dude, or Kid... he said three different
1: names in the car. Every Kid Kid time he said the kid's name, no, he said Kid, a different one. I it was think...
2: LeBlanc, no. L- Labiola, like no—I know it was Childish uh, Child Gambino. <laughs> Childish Gambino, yeah, I know it was a completely a different dude. Uh, fuck I don't know names. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm more of the metalhead guy. of the group. I feel you. I feel you. Uh, so yeah,
3: we, um, so we saw, so we did a cover like, so it's super weird. Like, so there was a giant gap in like what we were doing with losers club because like 2019, we came out and like did super, like, I shouldn't say we did super well, but like stuff was going good. Um, we played a few shows with Cheap Trick, which was like super oh, random. It was such sick. a random thing that happened, yeah. <laughs> and like, um, you know, like the pandemic came. We actually literally signed to a label right before the pandemic hit, and then we found out that the label was getting bought out. Oh, of course. Like, so like of course. typical like Losers Club luck, right? But um, um, when the pandemic hit, it was like so. I was a teacher when we started. Uh, when we started Losers Club. And, like, I had a ton of free time to, to essentially, um, I had summers open to tour whatnot. And, uh, we, uh, like, I changed, I changed jobs during the pandemic, which took up a lot of the free time that I had for Losers Club. So there was a lot of time that Losers Club didn't really do anything. But in 2019, we did a cover and it was super successful. Mm -hmm. Um, so... When we were trying to get things back moving, we we're like, hey, what's on the radio right now? And we looked and we went through a bunch of different songs and we're like, This song sucks. This song sucks. <laughs> this song sucks. <laughs> but we found stay and we were like, All right, this this is kinda cool. This kind of feel, feels kind of feels what kind of feels what we're doing. But um we almost did we almost did Hold On by Justin Bieber. Um song, Which is a Which sure. is a banger? Is I actually wish, like, w- right bef right when we did that song, "Ghost" by Justin Bieber came out like that's two ooh, days later, song. and that song is a fucking hit. Bieber's a guy hits.
1: Yeah. That came, dude, that you, it's, it's so
3: nuts. funny, like growing up and like seeing like you know a bunch of grown men being like, "Dude, <laughs> hey, right,
0: yeah, right." right? <laughs> but, like <laughs> he, he's definitely
3: he's definitely coming to his own. That's for sure. He's
0: but, definitely uh.
2: I'm hey, just I'm just looking at his his music video. Yeah. I see, I see boy fish in there. Push somebody. Fish is, (laughs) fish
3: has been our, uh, fish has been our, our video. Fish has been the Guinea pig for everything for like, for literally like how this happened today was I hit him up and I'm like, Hey, we're driving to Buffalo. And he's like, I'm literally (laughs) not going to Buffalo. (laughs) And then, then, then I was like, fish, you're, you're coming. I'll be there in like 40 minutes. And he's like, I'm not going to Buffalo. He's like, <laughs> you ass, I, ass. I gotta work at Shiprock. I gotta get everything's ready for Shiprock. Blah 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 blah. And then like I get a text back like five minutes later. That's like how long are we gonna be? And I'm like <laughs> I'll see you soon. So he he's been like the he's been the go-to guy for the music videos. So well, um, Fish, we we uh, we appreciate you sacrificing your night to be here. <laughs>
0: appreciate it. But uh, it it's was it,
2: it was funny because I was just I'm just on your Instagram because I saw you post like a long as. Uh, like not a goodbye because you know how when bands you say oh the reason so and so left the band yeah, yeah yeah like I'm really like i like I didn't really got time to, to read it it's like little words I gotta <laughs> blow it up that's what happens when you get older you can't even fucking see the words I feel you I but feel yeah you. it was when you were dropping your album or say that one more time it was when you were dropping oh yeah yeah your, yeah, yeah that long like four paragraphs yeah yeah Poor Yoder hasn't touched that mic in like forty five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I feel
3: like I feel like I got here. You want to come share mine? No, I mean it's, it's, it's interesting. Uh, Absolutely. But also, uh, too,
0: you know, when I was listening to the album, too, when I heard that uh, the blacklist out anthem, <laughs> I uh, immediately one of the first things I thought I told my buddy, I'm like, yo, this is the type of song. Yeah, like, if they remade Tony Hawk's Pro Skater today, this would be the type of sign that would be in that game.
3: So there's or something... like, in
0: a new skate game. Like, that's the type of shit that would be... In that so
3: dude. there's oh, something I that's super that. funny that happened with that. So... I can uh, see it in Skate. Our lineup, or our, our CD lineup, or our track listing, got fucked up. So Blacklist Anthem and how, how It Feels to Be a Ghost were reversed for the first, like, five days that the album were out. And I don't know who's picked up on it under the fact that, like, the titles on the song switched. So like, oh, So, like...
1: A little Easter egg. Yeah. So,
3: uh, so I think you're talking about the actual Blacklist Anthem. Does yeah. it say Blacklist Anthem in the chorus? Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. That was just, like, a, a fun, like... You know, it's funny, like, the chorus is, like, uh, the chorus is, like, uh, I'm good at fucking up. Blah, 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 something about getting drunk, and it's like, I don't even drink alcohol. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> you know, it was just, like, a bunch of words that yeah. <laughs> that seemed to fit, but.
0: Yeah, it was, I mean, the album's fucking great, man. Like, and I'm not just saying that, because you're here in front of us. I mean, it's great, dude, and I mean. Yeah, I was jamming that shit out. I, I told out. my buddy about it immediately, and I, like, the first day I told him about him, he's, like, the type of dude that, like, you know what I mean? He won't listen to shit right away. <laughs> Especially coming from me, because he knows, like, my playlist is, like, all over the place. Wait, what buddy is this? Henry. Oh. He knows it'll, my playlist to go from, like, Taylor Swift to, like, Wu-Tang Clan. Same way. So you don't listen to my recommendations a lot. But I'm like, bro, you got to listen to this fucking album. Dude. I'm telling you. I said, listen to one song and then come back. And he listened to a song. And he's like, yeah, I like it. I said, I'm telling you, man. I said, and guess what? These guys are going to be on the pod now. I said, and, you know, you're going to thank me later. So, that's awesome, man. Well,
3: I really, really
2: appreciate it. The that. funny thing was, when you guys were talking on our Getting Loser uh Instagram page, yeah. like I who's the loser club? I'm looking like, who the fuck is these guys? <laughs> it's like, is some random like podcast trying to link up with us because we got loser in our name? Why do you want to say? I didn't well, want
0: to say nothing to them until you know you responded and shit. Then I'm like, okay, now I can go and tell them because you know, there have been a couple times where I'm like, oh, I'm talking to somebody about maybe getting an interview and then it never happens, dude.
3: It, it, so, like, so much of my job, like, a big part of my job is chasing sponsors and it's like if i had a dollar for every sponsor that was supposed to come through that didn't i would be rich as fuck
2: <laughs> man so. we won't be 10 bucks rich right now <laughs>
0: so yeah so i mean so when you responded and i i immediately detail, like like i broke the news to him in such a weird way like sent him you know, like one song i forgot what song i sent him And i'm like oh what do you think what of was this was on band? the uh, uh uh no on messenger uh Ryan, on uh, i message yeah i sent him one of your songs and i'm like what do you think of this band and he's like yeah they're pretty good and i'm like cool we're interviewing on cool the pod, so yeah. he's like, oh shit, really? Okay. Just like Shakespeare. like Shakespeare. Oh, just, just like Shakespeare.
3: Shakespeare. That, was that is a good song right there, too. Yeah, oh, I appreciate song. that, it's one man. Of my favorites, too, yeah. I appreciate that a lot. And then I like. sent
0: it to the group chat and I'm like, everybody take a listen to the album because we're interviewing this guy. Soon. Dude, Dude so, why, it yeah, was, was funny. Me it me check out the music. Let me know. That's funny he
2: tells me like a week before <laughs> they tell him, like, hey, by the way, listen to this. Like, okay, I'm listening to this.
0: <laughs> I was excited, man. I was telling I was telling people at work and they didn't even know what the fuck I was talking about. Dude. I yo, I got this guy from a band coming on the pod. I'm pretty hyped.
3: So so I gotta ask you, like, what kind of uh like what kind of bands did you grow up on? Like, what's your favorite oh, band? Dude, uh,
0: most of my music growing up came from him, so it was like a lot of like some forty
3: one. Oh yeah, we're brothers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, brothers. you guys are brothers. We're
0: cousins. Yeah, and, and we're then we're cousins. Family. Yeah,
1: and yeah. then we and uh, we buddy, adopted yeah. Yoder.
0: Yeah yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. I worked I'm at the yeah, casino.
5: Okay, yeah. cool,
0: cool, cool. So yeah, a lot of my music came from like him. So like it was a lot of like some forty one. I remember like. Uh, a lot of I remember bumping, like POD, shit like that. CKY.
2: CKY, yeah. Yo, um, I was actually, really into skating I, as a kid. I actually got me too, me to, too. I actually got to see VV live. VV? From him? Oh, oh, Villy? Wait,
3: how do you pronounce it? Villy?
2: Volley? I'll call him VV. I just call him him. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like, he's so out there now. It's not even funny. I mean, he just stands there, like, he's on the edge of the stage. Just wobbling his feet. He's like, dude, you're gonna fall. You gonna fall. he's like what happened to this fucking band? I hate when uh bands from him go on a solo project. They don't never bring none of their members with them. It's like that'd be kinda cool. Yeah. I I just wanna see the violin. I wanna see the dude with a big ass beard <laughs> shredded on stage. It
0: was also uh Another big one that he got me into, and then I I was like really obsessed with for a while was uh, Newfound Glory. I right, I was like big the New sticks and stones Found out my yeah, fuck. Yeah. I played that shit till it stopped.
3: I was I, I like, was so like much. a super big The Starting Line fan. Oh, All yeah, yeah, yeah. The I Starting to the Line, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, which is crazy. So, uh, the the so actually the manager from the first band was the owner of Drive Through Records. Um, so no way. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that's, that, that's uh. That's uh, that's how it's all tied together, but that's that's awesome. Some 41's breaking up, which is sad. Yeah, the yeah. But is it's weird. It they're dropping a, a they're, going, they're dropping a new shit. album.
2: They're yeah. yeah. yeah, going. They're dropping a new album soon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're dropping a new album. It's like yeah, we're done. Like well, I mean, they're going. You know, it's farewell. Farewell, CD man. I that's dope. That's kind of dope. though. It was like a lot of bands. you get that from you know. No, Linkin Park did a double album. like I didn't know Cheshire was going. Linkin
3: Park wasn't supposed to break up.
2: No. Yeah, right. they were supposed to go on. Today. No, but dude, but Lincoln... that last album, his last, uh, sorry, cutting off. Yeah, but it's his the last album, one more light. He knew he was leaving the world. Kinda, you kind
1: of got to think like he's probably fighting depression for like a while.
3: Yeah, uh, I mean, he, like, you can tell in the lyrics. like, he, like heavy, like heavy is yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's like, like it, it, like it was definitely there, yeah. but like at the same time, it's like, you know it's it's tough because there's people who don't think that they're gonna make it to forty that make it to fifty. Yeah, and right. like you know, like I feel like it's not like a decision that you like impulsively make. It's realistically you've probably fighting it forever. And the thing that sucks is there's a ton of people that fight it and don't do it and every once in a while there's one person that does. And I feel like you don't really it, it makes it tough to like warning signs and whatnot because it makes it tough to really like i i don't mean to sound like this is going to kind of sound being ignorant comment but like you don't know who's serious about it and right, what what right, right, right. what part of their life they're in um i mean like you could argue you could argue from the beginning from the first album that he was in that mindset, like kinda, in the all end, the it doesn't even matter, there, like you know, back, like yeah. like numb, like all the like all the themes throughout the throughout the time.
1: Lincoln Park's like one of those bands for me. Like whenever I look back at them now, they were like a really like genre defining. Like
3: they were so before their time. Yeah, as far insane. as like growing was there, up, was it yeah. 100 New?
2: Were they taking new metal? Because uh...
1: yeah, they were. Dude, new? Hybrid Theory was new, pretty fucking, fucking heavy, metal. bro. Yeah.
2: No, like that was new metal for sure. Like at first, like. I was trying to discover when I was younger. I was a System doll fan. I was uh, yeah. I never like really got a Slipknot until maybe like five six years ago because at the time I didn't really like heavy music at the time. But yeah. now
1: the band that introduced me into like into like real heavy music music was like Corn
3: Corn. Yeah, Korn? Korn. I, was yeah huge, I was a huge I was a huge Corn fan. I uh, I rem- remember I met them at a Rochester Amworks game. That's dope. Uh, which which is crazy. But I was a huge Corn fan. Um, I found like As I Lay Dying on MTV um which was like the first like real real metal band that i got into like either heavy like screamo band i guess um skylet drive too like super into them um i mean
2: huh crown
3: the The empire Empire? yeah Yeah, so uh, crown the empire uh, so (laughs) crown the empire is is a weird weird for me i got into it at warp tour with their uh with their singer when we were on it. Uh, I what, <laughs> or I, I think he was the singer. What What is the, what is the dude that looks like a skinnier version of me, dude? Does he scream or does he sing? Yes. Okay, yeah, that guy sucks. <laughs> um, good singer, though. Good singer. But, um, but yeah, the, uh, like, you know, the, the whole Lincoln, like, the whole Lincoln Park thing, like, same with Under Oath. Like, I, I look at, like, like, Some of those albums came out in like 2002, 2004. I'm like, this sounds like it was produced in 2016. Like, you know, like how. A
0: lot of that stuff was like time. How were
3: you this ahead of the game? Like Linkin Park, like, like I said, like Link. And you know what's crazy? Nobody has been able to come even close to emulating what Linkin Park did. Like there's like the samples that they use, everything. Like I've never heard like any of those samples in another band.
1: Yeah. How seamlessly the vocals switched and stuff, like the chemistry between Chester and, and Mike was just like crazy, dude. Insane, dude.
0: Yeah, and I uh And
1: so many good songs.
0: And I think, you know, also I think, you know, like when I was growing up at least like what Linkin Park was doing was like huge for like my generation growing up, you know what I mean? Because, like that first time they dropped that duet album with Jay Z, that, that was like one religion, of the biggest fucking things in the world at the real, time. You know, so like people still unreal. talk about it as like a un like it's, it's like feels like it was like a simulation.
3: Yeah, yeah it dude. was like, fucking <laughs> insane. <simple. Like, laughs> it
1: does. It really. Who it hasn't been done since. Uh, not
0: really? I mean, you not you as good as that. The only
2: thing you see it was more like Nelly going to the country field and. The, like, you don't you, you, you see, don't. you don't see like rock I mean You and still see r- it, but I don't I think was, it's,
0: it's as big as it was then. Not like, like, was like that huge. No, well, because yeah, you know what I think the
3: biggest part is. I think like like little Uzi did it with like the disc, did a metal album and it's shit. Like it's fucking like I love Uzi, but like. Dude, like the cover of like Chop Suey that he did is like, yo, fucking throw me through a meat grinder and everything. <laughs> how, how do you
2: feel? How do you feel about MGK going from rap, being smoked by the greatest <laughs> rap guy there is, Eminem? He went through the pop punk era. Think- so
3: I can't lie, like, do I fuck with MGK as a person? Not really, but do, does he have some fucking? A couple of songs are pretty shit? catchy, bro. Dude, I, ain't I fucking gonna lie hate either. it. I hate no, it. I, ain't gonna lie I hate it. But I'm like. Dude, some of his shit is is, is fucking and good. You know
0: what? i when it comes to him, you know, I'm not gonna front, but that shit that he did for that downfall album when he put out that like little short movie that Downfalls High. Yeah. That shit
3: was fucking bad. Like I, you know, cool. I'm I'm com- I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted on him because like look, I think it's really cool that he brought a lot of pop punk ethics and a lot of these like things Her- that we grew up on, like values that we grew up yeah. on into the mainstream spotlight. But I also look at like, you know, like it's also he's taken it and like turned it turned it into a fashion show which like it's not about like so like at first i thought it was cool but what like these kids think that pop punk is about now is not what it's what it's it's not what they see at all like i mean and like i I, like i said i do i i have some respect for him for sure Uh, but like i think he's an interesting human being <laughs> so yeah, least, that's a good way to put it the thing that makes me the angriest about like the mgk like kind of like
0: movement with like pop punk and shit is like you see a lot of these people now that like we're never really in that kind of music and now you talk to them they're like oh yeah mgk like saved pop punk and i'm like
3: MGK I mean did, did he not though? save
0: pop punk or, or or
2: like how uh people didn't know who the hell ozzy the prince of darkness was when pulse malone pulled him on that song Dude, I knew who fucking Ozzy was. I remember when he was in Black Sabbath. I'm not. I'm not old enough for Black Sabbath. Era. When he bit the head of the bat. You know, it was a crazy. Most motherfucker.
0: motherfuckers that grew up having nightmares about Ozzy. But bro. it's like,
3: but it's like, it's like the same thing. Like I remember when Paul McCartney was featuring the Kanye song. Oh, yeah, and like, everybody's like, who the fuck is Paul Yeah, like, 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 yo, he, he should be like, that's so awesome. He's bringing up new, new and upcoming artists. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah. You know? Like, have some respect. People are so
1: misinformed. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. But,
3: you know, it, it also kind of makes me sad that, like, there's so many good bands that, like, missed their time. Or, yeah. like, there's so many good bands that broke up because they couldn't make ends meet that are way more talented than, than some of these fuckers. Like, you know, and with I With mean, a
1: team of writers they got, like, 15 oh, oh, writers. A lot of these people aren't even writing their own songs. Well, and shit. And it's
3: like, that's what's, like, that was something that was definitely tough for me, like, with I Set My Friends on Fire. Because there was definitely times that, like, you know, we'd have a band open for us and I'm like, what these are we are doing? Like, up. you guys deserve this, way more. <laughs> right. Like, you know, or, like, some of these people who, like, some of the most, like, one of my best friends he's fe- he's featured on a lot of the losers club stuff but one of my best friends Dustin is like the most talented human being that yeah. I've ever met in my entire life and it's like any bit of success that I've had with music I'm like why wasn't this you like you know <laughs> like like he's so good at what he does so. well
1: dude it's awesome that you'd bring him on to your stuff though cuz a lot of people if they knew people like that they would not give him any play uh, dude, on their album cuz of peer it,
3: like yeah, literally you know? it is a it is a it is a favor to me that he's on the album because he made those songs sound so fucking good. And like his situation was a little bit different. Like he had a kid super young, so he wasn't really able to like go out and chase it. Like, right. he, you know, he went home and, and did what you should do and was yeah, a man, which yeah. is awesome. But, right. uh, but it definitely, you know, we've talked about it and like, he's like, we've been writing a lot of country shit together, which is hilarious. But at the same <laughs> time, but it's like, you know, I've asked him a couple of times. I've been like, you know, if you got a deal, would you go do it? Like, would you do this for real? And he's like, "If I knew that Landon was was taken care of, yes, uh, yeah, which awesome. Landon's, Landon's his kid, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, it it it's definitely like, it is crazy to see that with like MGK under the fact, of like, don't get me wrong, like some of those songs bang, yeah. but like, it's up. also yeah, it, it, but it's also like seeing kids, yeah, it's a like seeing kids listen to that and seeing it sell out arenas." When it's like, yo, like the starting line's farewell tour, couldn't even do two hundred and fifty kids a yeah. night. It's like and it, the thing is it only exists because of right bands like the starting yeah. line yeah. And yeah, you It's kind of
1: a double edged sword. And exactly.
3: that, that always that always hurts too, like when I
0: like, because, you know what I mean? Like when I was growing up, after I like went through like my phase of like some forty one and all that, you know, I kind of stuck to like a very small net of like music. You know, what I mean, I didn't really venture out a lot until like I met my buddy Henry, and then he got me into like data remember, shit so, like that, like AFI. Shit oh, that F- never I fucking love AFI. Shout life? out AFI, dude. Fuck yeah, and then, Yo, like, and then I remember us like going to fucking Target to buy the boy like boys like girls album. Bro, I just
3: fucking found like I just rediscovered that album the other week, and I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, bangers, yeah. But you know what's crazy is Martin. So do you know the country band uh, Dan and Shay? Like they're yeah, fucking yeah. huge right now. Oh, yeah. Martin writes a lot of their shit. Really? From Boys Like Girls. Oh, so, crazy. You know, so a lot of these guys, like a lot of these guys, find their prior lives in country. Or like, are they post. You know what, in dude?
1: I love country, I, and I feel yeah. like if you really love music, bro, you can get down with any genre. Uh, man, I just get down with that. polka. I feel like that's, gee, somebody,
3: feel like that's what's polka.
0: happened to me a lot lately. Now is like now I'm like, I kind of don't really. It doesn't really matter like what the genre is. I kind of just vibe with like good dude, music.
3: I love like if it's a good song, I'm I'm gonna like, vibe to it. I fucking love country. Like yeah. I've I've gotten really into it recently, but like, it's so funny because I think like you know growing up especially in like this side of the world like or this side of the united states like where we grew up like you always hear the phrase like oh i listen to anything but country yeah 90 yep. percent of the people that totally. say that yep. have never really dove into it and i think that is kind of like the stigma of like being from up north like you know but it, it's it's super interesting to see how like it's changed over time because like there's some fucking bangers on, on country dude, radio right now. Fucking
0: bangers, bro. Brothers it's, Osborne. Dude, it's incredible. also like, it's also cool too, like when you go to like, you're like, oh, you know, I wonder what happened to this band. You go and like look them up, and you're like, oh shit, this guy's doing fucking country now. Yeah, and then well, you listen to it, and I'm like, yo, this shit's still fucking good. Like you
3: remember, like every avenue. Yeah, yeah. Like so, their guitarist is in Florida, Georgia line now. Of course,
2: <laughs> um, a rocket,
3: for- a rocket to the moon is Dan and Shay's backup band. That's awesome. Um, oh, shit. Who else am I missing, Fish? Who else plays country?
2: Aaron Air- Lewis.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yo, yeah, <laughs> yeah. a, a funny story. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. There was a funny story about uh, Aaron. Lewis, a, a disrespect one of his roadies. I was like, yeah. Um, if you go to a if you go to a casino because his, all his concerts last year was casino tour. He's been if, doing that forever because but, he sucks. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm saying if you, if you go on a casino. And I love stand. Yeah, but stained. if you go on a casino t- uh, circuit tour. Your career is at the end, pretty much. They, yeah, uh, but you're
3: also cashing the fuck out because probably. casinos pay, dude. Like we got like the the cheap trick shows that we did. Like I think that we got paid more off those cheap trick shows than I've ever been paid. Nice on my friends on fire. Wow, ever really? And like yeah. we were a small band. It was like a favor. And like they, dude, casinos fucking pay yeah. wop. Yeah, they whop.
2: pay good. Well, but, they
1: got it, bro. No, they got
3: it. <laughs>
2: they pay good, but there's no way an artist. I wanted to do like in like a big event, but Aaron Lewis, when he was doing his tours around casinos, like I told us, like dude, this is not Like, oh, he's coming back next year and on tours. Like,
3: eh, really? Was ride the wave. Dude. And they
0: uh, also, I don't know if I mean, you probably know this because you're in the music scene. But I don't know if a lot of people know this, but the one dude from uh, Hot Shelly Ray went and made a country song too.
3: Oh, really? Yeah, really? I discovered that. Hot Shelly Ray. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ! PTSD.
0: That what, dude made a country song. Too.
1: What about um? Jelly Roll, dude!
3: dude shout out Jelly Roll, dude! What did That's I like, like guest, dude.
0: I would love to fucking. Dude, interview I fucking. Get high with him? I he's killing dude. it, bro. Shit. Like get some ready? Like, <laughs> but
3: like the thing that's so cool, with Jelly Roll is like, like I feel like a lot of people aren't even like super big on his music; they're big on him. Yeah, right. But yeah, yeah. Like, like cult like, to personality, dude. Because like I, I literally tell people this all the time about Jelly Roll. He has made a brand for himself under being someone that you want to see succeed. Exactly. Like you, yeah. you watch you listen to him talk, you see who he is. And there's just no way that you don't want that guy to succeed. Like there's yeah. no way that like, you are literally a shitty person. If you're like, yo, I want this guy to fail. Yeah. Like he's so genuine and you cannot fake that genuineness. Yeah. Like, and I, I watched his, uh, I watched the documentary that they made on blue.
0: I watched that. And, like, after I was done watching, I'm like, I hope this dude wins every fucking award for the rest dude, of his life. Dude. Exactly. And, like, like, I want this dude to be the biggest thing to ever happen. But like, I said, he like, fucking deserves I it, don't
3: dude. even really fuck with his music. Like, but I would buy a ticket to support oh, him yeah, dude, all day. He's just a fucking man. Dude. Like, and, like, his, his, um, his, uh, um... daughter? No. No. <laughs> his, no. uh, <laughs> his, uh, um, his, his statement at the Senate hearing. Oh, was yeah. oh that unreal, was yeah, yeah, it was hard, amazing. That like, was good. Like you just like like I said like I I think everybody in any industry should take notice to what he's doing because it just shows that the genuine product nothing sells better than the genuine product. And we, I think we need more people that
0: are like at his like height of like, you know, like, that have, like, hit that much pull. I think we need more people like him to be out there talking about shit like this, you know what I mean? Oh, for shit sure. Shit that needs
1: to be talked about. Not keeping their mouth right, shut, you know I mean? yeah. yeah. Especially now in America. It's, which, like, a very Which I also think time, is really cool, like.
0: too, that, like, a lot of these, like, celebrities, like, now, like, uh, most, more recently, that Patty Pimbleton, when he talked about, uh, or Patty Pimblet, when he talked about, like, you know, men's mental health and shit, like, <laughs> People using oh, yeah. their stage to talk about shit yeah, that needs to be. Real shit. Yeah. Like,
3: like there, there's definitely, there's definitely a lot of, like, I feel like it's, it's, I feel like there's a lot of shit that, that's coming out that, that I feel like is, people talk about like how shitty the world is all the time, but like, I feel like there's definitely steps being taken in the right direction on oh, yeah. more shit being talked about and, and whatnot. And, uh, you know, like, I, like the thing is that I view, I legitimately view Jelly Roll as like he's making a difference to like a lot of lives and 100%. making changes that will realistically probably affect our lives and, and being that influence that he is like you know going going on like going in front of the senate and saying what he said like i, I don't know another person that could have said it the way that he did and you know have people be able to take it in the mm-hmm. way that 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 like it genuinely made a difference to a ton of people. And, oh, yeah. like, uh, so, I think so. So, can
2: I find this, uh, thing on, uh, YouTube? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. How totally. long, how long is the video? A couple minutes. That's well, like a five minute speech. I maybe, think, too, I like, <laughs> all right. Cause I you get like 20 minutes and it was like, come on. I yeah. think, too, like, <laughs> I think it's
0: cool with that kind of stuff, too, like him doing that, like, you don't know what that's going to go on to do. you know I mean, like somebody could have watched that video and now they're reaching out to get fucking help and shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like it's a that's ripple the, ripple effect. Yeah, it's you the know? kind of power. Shit like, like that has. dude,
3: that's what's so crazy with fentanyl is like, I know so many people who like have, have passed away from fentanyl that like, you know, they didn't know what they were getting into, you know, like, yeah, and, crazy. uh, it's, it's not, it's not as you like, when you hear about those stories and whatnot, you think, like, oh, like, that's not happening in Rochester, that's not happening in Buffalo or whatnot, when, like, realistically it is. Like, totally. Well, for uh, sure. I think that probably everybody in this room has known someone that has died from drugs, unfortunately. And, you know, like, I feel like the, the conception when we're kids and whatnot, people think that it's like, oh, one day you just wake up and decide to put a needle in your arm. And it's nothing. It's never like that. Yeah. Like, you know uh Chris Hucka from the Bunny the Bear like one of my best friends that passed away but it's like you know he he was an addict he like heroin was his vice but like you know his thing started off of like like his wisdom like he didn't have enough of the right prescription of morphine and had to go and chase what else was out there yep. and eventually wound up like you know yeah, and they, it's they
1: overprescribed him so much dude and know. like like that's what started so many people.
3: Like, the the whole medical industry needs to fuck, like, they're they're so responsible for so many of these people getting addicted to drugs. That's
1: what I liked about the Jelly Roll speech, too, is he named the Sackler family and called them right out. Yep. You know, called yeah. them out by name.
3: And, uh, like, kind of
0: just, like, going off of, like, what you're saying, you know, about that kind of stuff. I watched a kid that I, used to, I grew up with that I was, like, really good friends with. I remember... Uh, I, like, hung out with him a lot, you know what I mean? And I would never really seen, like, that he had, like, a, you know, he, that he was an addict. Like, I, yeah, it never really clicked to me. I kind of just, I kind of, yeah. like, phased it out kind of a little bit. Well, because like, when it's
3: someone you know, you don't really pick up on it. Yeah, like, and then, like I remember,
0: it. like, hanging out with him one night in his dad's basement, and I fucking, I go to, I run to the bathroom, I come back, and he's sitting uh, in his room shooting up heroin right in front of me, and I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know what to do. I was, like, frozen. I'm like, bro, yeah. what the fuck do I do? Like, what do I say? Like you know what I mean? And luckily for me, because like I did the the worst thing you can do in that situation. I left his house, and then I didn't speak to him for like four years.
3: And that's probably like... But I was like, you know what I mean? I didn't know what to do. But nobody writes the... But, that's, but yeah. the reason why you don't know what to do is because nobody talks about it. Yeah. Like, it, when you, there's probably a million people that have gone through the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. I went through the same exact thing. I remember the first time that I caught a friend with a needle. And it's like, the reason why like you have no idea what to do is because nobody wants to fucking talk about it. And yeah. having someone like jelly roll who is going to talk about it, like it, it definitely creates a whole, whole new, new route.
0: Yeah. It's going to, it's going to do, it's going to do great things for, uh, uh, you know, for like the future and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It, and hopefully we can get to a place one day where people, you know, more people have knowledge on what to do in a type of situation. Today. 100%. And you never know how many lives that could end up saving down the road. 100%. Yeah. I mean, yeah, man. I mean, I know it's getting late. You know, I don't want to. Oh, I don't want to keep you guys here too fish. long. You know, I'm sure. You get... I don't want. I don't want fish. You know, I don't want fish to. You know, fish, fish out on his, Did uh, you find the Duffs?
5: They were not closed, fish.
3: Okay, we'll find somewhere else.
4: Duffs is. Duffs what are you duffs? just in the mood for,
1: chicken wings, bro? Yeah,
0: I just need chicken wings. There's a place literally right on the corner from here, dude. Brando's right there on the corner. Right, don't getting... go to Brando's. Yeah. Don't. Sorry, not the
1: not, um, not dog. I'm on air. Uh-oh. There's a place called Plaza Pizza. It's right uh, over the bridge in Tonawanda. Okay, they have bomb fucking pizza and wings. How
3: far are we from Lovejoy? Uh,
1: about twenty minutes. Okay, 20, 25. Minutes. So, uh, they, uh, I know, Anchor Bar. Anchor Bar. I, I know we're check trying to check out Anchor Bar.
2: Talk about food right now. That's kind of cool. But um, <laughs> like when you're on stage, yeah. Do you see people, or is just everyone just a blur to you?
5: Um. Um that's
3: actually a really really good question.
4: That is a good question.
3: Like I'm actually like super impressed. I've never been asked that before. Um so oh don't,
0: dude please don't do that. He's going to be talking about this for the rest of the week. All right, so so you
3: made up your points back. You made your points back for like getting the message of the boy back home just to- <laughs> 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 But uh but yeah, so um you definitely so it's it's like I I'm not like a a spiritual or like like I'm not a crystal bitch. That's like oh this this (laughs) like (laughs) put this crystal under your under your pillow or whatnot. But like a lot of like the like a lot of it's energy. So like more so than seeing people, it's like feeling what they're doing or feeling like the response to to what what their what their what what their response level is. And and, like definitely, there's times that like all look for people under like. Hey, like, did my uncle, who's been saying that he's gonna come out for 17 years and never come out to be finally <laughs> naked, or
2: hey, uh, Unc hey, Uncle buck, you there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's he like this, <laughs>
3: exactly. But like, there, there's, there's, there are some times where like, um, there are some times where like, you know, if, if there's something super meaningful going on, where like, you know, we really try to connect with our fans any way that we can, um, especially in I set, like there would be a lot of people that would come out and, and, you know, tell us about how we played a role in their childhood or whatnot because we were a band that was really trendy in middle school for, like, the kids at our age, like, 2008, 2009, like, was really a time where, like, ISAT was was very big. Um, So, I mean, I think that, um, you know, like... There are definitely be times that, like, we would see how, like, I would see, like, how people reacted, or, or try to try to keep my eye on someone to be, like, like you know, if
2: or, or you look at the cutie, like, yeah, she's kind of cute. Hey, what's <laughs> up, cutie?
3: Yeah, never really, never, never, never really. really about that.
2: About the fan, like,
0: you kind of cute. What's up? Next interview, we're leaving you at home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not, not no, not really ever
3: really about that. Ever about but, that um... Try not to view fans that way, but uh, <laughs> but to each their own, I guess. But was um, him shooting a shot but, romantically, just so. You know. But that was a very good question. I, I'm I'm very impressed.
2: I know um the band in this moment, yes, excellent band. She she plays only ten songs because she does a, a bro- yeah a, um the zombie guy, fish probably knows who the zombie guy is. Zombie guy,
3: and in this moment.
2: It's uh not the not the, the bass guy not the, the ba- bass not, not the bass not the other not his not not her backup vocalist but the guy looks like kind of like Rob Zahn, but he's the fucking uh the main uh guitarist
0: not every single guy you're thinking of that other guy okay <laughs> no
2: but yeah um probably for sure but I know she's marrying the guy from Dead. Singer.
3: So you Gre- so you know what's so crazy about dead? They used to be like a screamo band called Greeley Estates. And do you remember Greeley Estates? I kinda
5: heard of them.
4: Fish, you remember Greeley Estates? That is true. That is true.
5: Crazy, crazy. Yeah, but
2: uh, I was saying uh they, with the with the lead guitars, yeah. he would actually like he like he knows he's performing. You he actually like like not
4: really a point, but he's like throwing off. Yeah. Hey, well, or sometimes
0: you just like <laughs> I uh I wanna know like now, you know say like, you know, you can write your own future. Right? Like you have the ability to write what this is gonna be and where this is gonna go down the road. What does it look like?
5: Oh
3: man. Um so I've spent a lot of time, like I'm a workaholic when it comes to, when it comes to my day job. So, um, I really tried to, uh, balance, learn the balance of, of not working too much. Um, so realistically, what I would like to do is, is I would like to go out with, I said my, or uh, not, I said my friends on fire. Sorry. <laughs> wow. I've done this so many times nah. that I've, I've never done it for losers club. So, um, <laughs> so realistically, I would like to go out with losers club. Um, you know, take the next year or two to really like go out and re-chase it. Um we have some we have some stuff in the works like that that it's pretty cool. Um but um you know go and give it one last shot to see like all right, where where are we at? But um you know I have a pretty pretty decently successful business and, and which is cool and there's a lot of people that depend on me for their day jobs too and people who are close to me like you know I work with my sister, I work with my best friend like you know i was able to able to hire people who who generally mean a lot to me which is awesome it's 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 awesome privilege to have um but it also like kind of it's bigger than just me right like like you know i can't just one day walk in and be like hey i'm gonna go back out on tour for nine months Mm -hmm. fuck you guys figure it out (laughs) so my hope is is to realistically you know um joey my business partner who's also like my best friend um i've taught him a lot he's also learned a lot on his own but i also feel like he's very very close to being to the point where like i could leave for an extended period of time to go back out on tour and he'd be able to run the show and and, and, and in combination with my sister like you know that would be really really cool um but uh you know at the end of the day like i really like the biggest dream that I've had bigger, bigger than being a NASCAR manager, bigger than being a teacher, being a rock star, like is to have my own family. So, um, I would like to, you know, settle down probably six, seven years from now and yeah. have kids in a family. And I hope that by then that my life is way less chaotic. Like I want to be involved in my kids' lives. Like I don't want to be either. working all the time. And like, I have to travel to the races every weekend. Mm-hmm. So like realistically, hopefully by that time I can hire somebody that can go to the races and don't have to be there every, every (laughs) weekend. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely, um, I I don't know. I like, I think that part of my, like, this sounds weird, but part of the, part of the ride for life is not knowing what your future looks like. Mm, And there's like an excitement to it. Like if you would ask me, Like, when I was 23, I was certain that I was going to be a teacher the rest of my life. Yeah. And pandemic hit. I got laid off and found, like, I remember there was, like, a week that I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do. And then found this NASCAR job and wound up being really good at it. Never, never even crossed my mind that it was going to be something I was good at. Like, being a sports agent, anything like that was never something that really crossed my mind. But if the (laughs) the shoe fit, wear it. Um, But, uh, you know, like... I don't know. Like I thought about going back to law school, thought about being a lawyer. Like the one thing that is tough about being, being a sports agent, like opposed to teaching, like teaching you wake up every morning and like you have a purpose, like it's bigger than just, you know, selling stickers on race cars or whatnot. And like, I would love to find a way to get back to like, kind of like I said earlier with, with Antonio to, you know, having a bigger contribution to society than just racing. Like realistically, if I could get, have the racing business set up, but to the point where, like, I don't have to be involved in it day-to-day, but it's still running, um, and then go do something, whether it's, you know, may, I, I don't think I'll go back to teaching, but, like, I really miss coaching. I was a, I was a hockey coach and okay. coached soccer, so, like, I would like to find a way to integrate the things that I loved that I had to give up. Uh, i would love to find a way to make it all coexist so um but like i said part of the excitement is, is part of the excitement of life is is never knowing where you're gonna land and uh if you knew how the story ended uh you know you, you don't know uh there's a reason to keep reading right yeah, so for sure. um so yeah i mean that's a good that's a good question thank you yeah, bye.
2: It's funny We hit him with the hard questions. Like, I, I'm trying to work on my questions, <laughs> but it's like you know, i It's like we used to be done about 40 minutes ago, <laughs> dude.
3: Whatever works, man. No, 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 no. I'm right. having a great time. No, no I'm. I'm
2: mean? just saying the yeah, conversation's yeah. going, but because I gotta go to the bathroom. That's why I said, like, "Oh, I cool. To go, to oh, wrap you. it up. Okay." I kind of <laughs> had
0: to piss I mean, <laughs> you yeah. That's why I was saying, like, I didn't want to keep you all night. You know what I mean? But I, nah, the nah, conversations we, just yeah, just we flowed. Yeah, flowed pretty well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, good. as long as you guys aren't pushing to get out, you know what I mean. I, I just hey, need fish. to find chicken wings. I know. I know fish is. Uh, I know we're cutting into his getting ready you now. <laughs> yeah, oh, fish, fish is good. I just don't want to. I don't want to upset fish. You know, he's man, good.
3: Fish come over here, man, you spark
2: you know? kick all of us in the face. He's good. For Nate. He's okay. good. He's Yo,
3: I got an idea. All right, fish, you're gonna come sit in for me. I'm gonna go piss, and then. Fish, when fish, I get back, fish, you're going to fill fish, in for him. Fish fish
2: fish fish, 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 Hey, that's the idea right there.
0: Oh, yeah, we got the silent. You know where you're going, now. right? Yet? I will figure it out. Down, right, right down, down the stairs. To the, left. Left. the next level. Fish. Yeah, the next level. Ask fish out about it.
3: Don't ask. We're managed. Oh, okay. Oh, That's <laughs> exactly what we're asking about
0: now. So Point North, that's a good band right oh, there. Oh, yeah, I like those guys. dude, they're the homies. Yeah, I like those guys. Right on, right on. Well, now that you sat down, now it's exactly the first thing we're gonna
7: ask you about, man. What's it like being managed? Man? <laughs>
1: well, first, man, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where you from? What you know?
7: Uh, I'm, like I'm from Rochester, just down the road. Okay, yeah, cool. Dude. Yeah, so right.
0: where where did the uh, I gotta know, man? I've been wondering since you know you walked in downstairs. Where's where the na- Where'd the fish come from? Where'd the uh, fish how'd, come how'd from?
7: <laughs> so that was that was Nate's idea. So okay. my real name is also Nate. Uh, ah. so when we toured together in. Uh, you know, if I set my friends on fire or losers club. Okay, there uh, you go. It was always like Nate Two. Hey, that's a way. To... <laughs> and there's a movie called The Rocker. Mm-hmm. Um and the main character in that movie they call him Fish. Oh, there um you go. because he uh he plays drums in that movie mm-hmm. and uh I was filling in for drums one day and it was just a joke. Uh, was nice. Stuck and, oh, uh, there so you go. I'm stuck with fish. I mean that's how that's how the best <laughs> nickname started. Yeah, it's true. You know, and a one-off joke,
0: and then it gets stuck forever.
7: Yeah, and Nate also calls our uh, the drummer. And you know, I said my friend's on fire. His name's Chris, so we call him Chris Pug. Yeah, we make fun of him that he looks like a pug.
0: Yeah, <laughs> those are always the best ones. You know, the ones you can never get away from, no matter how hard you try.
2: Hey, uh, you can tell Fish's been in the industry for a while because he's so far
0: back with
7: the mic.
2: <laughs> my
0: man's like, my man just he's straight chilling, dude. He sat down immediately, comfortable. No feedback here. <laughs> no feedback <laughs> here. I've been, we've been doing this for almost 130 episodes, and I'm still not comfortable. Yeah, I'm anymore. still right on top I'm of the fucking freaking thing out.
2: too. <laughs> no, but for for podcasting, you kind of got to be on. Your totally. Voice. He's fine.
0: But yeah, man. I mean, it's.
1: Any cool uh, tour stories from the road or anything you can going uh, let us in on? Or?
7: Uh, tour stories? There's a ton, man. I mean, um, is there anything in particular? Like, you want to hear Nate's band? Best. Like... what well, it's up to you. Oh, yeah. Let's Whatever. talk
0: about Nate while well, Nate's not here. That's cool. <laughs> I, love that. I love those kinds of stories. Yeah.
7: I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of love with Nate. You know, he, uh, his, his like giving me a chance uh, with his band. how like I kind of got my wings and moved awesome. to bigger stuff. You know, now I'm not just doing like merch or like helping load in, but I, you know, I tour manage and, and, uh, manage like inventory for a lot of bigger bands. Like, yeah, pretty much full time. So, Fuck, oh, that's yeah, badass, that's awesome. Man. Man. It's been cool to like watch him be able to honestly like one of the best parts to be able to like watch my friends like yeah. flourish a be, little like, bit from yeah, playing yeah. small shows to like now I like with friends who play arenas. So it's, yeah, like, it's very like, fucking cool. Um, so, yeah, it's like so homegrown
1: to, uh, to stardom.
2: So because you're going on this tour with his band, do you, you sit on side the side of the stage or you're like in the in the in the in the tech? Like, all right, uh, he needs to have his voice this way. He needs to do it this way. Or you're on the side of the stage like, hey, good job boys. Uh here's some water for you.
7: <laughs> yeah, I'm uh totally side of the stage or depending on like the venue or which day in the tour it is, I'll go out to like the front of house position and just make sure everything sounds good. You know, if something needs to get adjusted, we'll talk about it with the audio team. Yeah, yeah, like, well, for, it's like
1: the behind the scenes
7: uh problem solver and shit. Yeah,
2: dude. Is it uh for the um uh, how loud is it on the side of that stage?
7: It depends on the the venue. On, yeah, right? it depends yeah. on a lot of things. I'm I'm just saying
2: uh, like a regular house show, like town ballroom kind of because you know the speakers are right
4: there
7: yeah it, it it totally depends on like how the um on how the engineer is doing it um i like to keep i like it or like to have the engineers like anywhere from like 98 to 100 db <laughs> yeah. past that like even to, like the problem is when you get to the small venues and you just crank this down then you're then you're competing with also like the crowd is super loud yeah. so then you're just turning it up and turning it up and then eventually the crowd is like feeding back into the mics, and it's just a lot Looking of noise and not a lot of shit. sound. And yeah. it's really, you know it's painful to listen to at a certain volume. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's hard sometimes to find the balance between like the crowd being too loud. And the... That's, That's cool.
1: interesting. I never really thought of
2: that.
7: Like you want that. to be able to hear the crowd too. Yeah, yeah. Like The Band awesome yeah. that you can hear the crowd, right. especially when it's super loud.
0: Yeah, um, it's cool. It's cool what, that I uh...
2: uh. one more question before I go to the bathroom. The earpieces. Can you talk to them? Like, hey, uh Hey Steve, you gotta do a little better. Your the crowd's not liking what you're doing right now, can you just crank it up or
7: Yeah, there are some there are some uh bands who will use like a talk back mic. Um, or we'll all be like um like behind the scenes people will all be on like radios. All so right, but, we yeah. can we can be like, Hey like this is not working and they'll fix to, it uh, yeah they'll be able to fix yeah it. i see
0: me someone like me i couldn't have a job like that because like i i like to play too much and i'd be like in the middle of, like while they're in the middle of something serious be like yo man i think i just like shit my pants bro <laughs> you know just be like fuck yeah they totally
7: do do that sometimes too like you'll see like sometimes like the guitarist will run over to the side of the stage and like fix something will definitely like make uh funny jokes or yeah. you know be like yeah this is Totally messed up. Okay, well, like my lumpy. ears are out, I can't hear anything. <laughs>
1: like... Yo, your flies down, bro. Yeah, yeah, for real. Okay. <laughs> Everyone looked. I Everyone standing up looked.
3: <laughs> Alright, so this works. We'll
1: so out. what was um what what do you think the best like tear it down set you ever seen before, fish? Oh man. Like the most killer
7: fucking <laughs> <laughs> Losers rager.
3: Club Kuwaitin Casino 2019. <laughs> <laughs>
7: There's been a lot of really good ones, man. Um, last summer, uh, I got to go to Red Rocks for the first time, though. And, Dope, oh, legendary. Kinda, awesome. And that was, a, that was a sold-out show with uh, Falling Universe headlined, um, and it was with Under Oath and uh, uh, Ice Nine Kills and uh, this band I just started working for called Catch Your Breath. Oh, it was just an insane experience, like the lasers and the lights, and you're just out in nature, like, middle of summer. It was... Sounds like it. Can I just say real crazy.
0: quick, it's a good thing that you brought up Ice Nine Kills after Travel? I know, you
1: he would have creamed his fucking out. pants, dude. dude. He's, like, dude, obsessed
0: I, with them. Dude. I, can't pants, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. He would have came in his pants probably. I can't do it. He's obsessed with them. He'll literally listen to their music like 100 yeah, times. It's like, i like, called... to this already, but I fucking love it. It, it. it gets a little best. culty. <laughs> it's
7: like one of those bands, too. Like, a lot of people don't know that they're actually from this area yeah. and that the band. Really? I, were, was, I didn't even remember that. Actually. Yeah, I should say, I should say, were. There's, there's a lot of backstory um, with that band and the band that um, disbanded to become that band. Um, yeah. Oh, shit.
3: Yeah, they were originally a Rochester band. Um,
7: wow. I didn't all know the know that, members. Did you? Were,
3: all the members were from Rochester besides Spencer, the singer. Mm-hmm. Um, so like JD, um,
7: Dave Sealing.
3: Dave ceiling, Connor. Uh, they were all, um, they were all from Rochester. And so when they got signed the first time, Everybody quit besides Spencer. So Spencer moved to Rochester to combine with the band Remember Tomorrow from Rochester. Oh shit. And he they said, went Fuck on you guys. Yeah, well they yeah. went on and but they t-
1: why well, it seems like a weird time to quit though. Like with just like drama going on behind the scenes yeah. that kinda played yeah, into it. Yeah. For
3: sure. Like and they grinded it out for years. Like like they uh like shout out Spencer. Spencer 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 grinded it out. Like like definitely respect that. I gotta ask That's you,
0: man. Dead. If somebody is in a band, both of you guys who's in like bands and around bands, this question's been burning my brain since I was a kid, man. I gotta <laughs> know. Cause like when I was younger, this dude, I was like best friends with this dude, Mark. We were gonna start a band. It was gonna be me, him, his girlfriend at the time, and her best friend. And we came up with a name, and <laughs> to this day, I think it's one of the coolest names ever. I got to know, as somebody who's in the industry, if it's actually a cool name or if it's just shit. All right. And you could tell me the truth. I can handle it. You better All be right. fucking good at the this. The name was going to be Wish Upon a Nightmare. Fucking that, like, get out. Is good name? Get out, dude. Get out. Go wait in the car. Would that have been super corny? <laughs> so there was
3: a time that it would have been really cool. It's a, it's <laughs> a good local guy. band name. Good, good answer. <laughs> Fish. Wow.
0: Come write it, man. I want to know. I need to know. Man. All right, so need so to put this to bed. so
3: so keeping it real at you.
1: This guy's been PR trained. I like how he like at one point in time. Yes, that would be a okay fucking name. He's yeah. like, I don't
3: want to start a mass murder. Or so something. MySpace nice. days, it would have been like would have popped off. Like would have been super <laughs> MySpace days. Uh, nowadays, eh, one might not have gone over as well. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I
0: mean. At least now I know in my hearts of hearts that, you know, it's a good thing that only one of the person in the band actually knew how to play any instruments.
3: Fish, you disappeared.
0: Wait, is there a case over there? Sometimes there's a case
1: right there, chap. On the corner. Huh?
3: Fish, I need to ask you, you don't need to, to state the band. You don't need to state the band. What is the worst night that you've ever had on tour? Please tell me it involves a dead hooker. I know, know what night don't. it was. But I want to see. I want <laughs> to hear.
7: I was going to say with you.
3: Okay. Wow. <laughs> All right. Wow. He set you up and, you know, right
7: wow. under the bus. Yeah.
3: So Fish begged me to take him on tour for years, for literally wow. years since he was like, like young,
7: young. You should be careful. I was pretty nice to you earlier. <laughs> I,
3: I finally, I finally gave him a shot. He came out and he did a great job. He did, did a great, great job. And uh, when he was on tour with Losers Club, our van broke down in Chicago. And that night, Ooh. like that <clears throat> night, I was like, yo, my friends in Escape the Fate are playing Let's Go. And it turns out that Escape the Fate didn't have a merch guy. So Fish <laughs> went fish. and sold merch for them. And the rest was history. <laughs>
7: yeah. A week, a week later, I got a text like, hey, bro, could you come on tour? And that's that's, l- that's awesome. literally how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's been with them for dude, five really years cool. now, six wow,
0: years. Wow, that's
4: bad that's, that's
0: awesome. pretty awesome. sick. That's pretty that's sick. Cool Crazy. Dude, what a time, dude. They were in the middle of the set
4: and the uh lead singer stopped the uh the show because twenty five percent of the uh merch had to be higher, so the the uh where they were having it,
2: were was getting the the royalties, and not the band.
3: That was your boys, right?
7: Yeah, that would uh. That recent story was in a lot of the like metal injection news and stuff like that. Uh, I think it was. I think you're referring to Ronnie Radke and Falling in Reverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty standard. Like it's unfortunately one of those things that a lot of bands don't like, but don't realize that their agent and the promotion company are agreeing to a contract that says X amount of money is going to be given for merch damn i all was of that, wondered that that makes total sense dude. all of that is adjustable so and,
3: and like realistically like if you took like a 500 hundred dollar reduction on your guarantee chances are they would buy, wipe the the merch fee like what? like it, it's, so, it's 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 one of those things that like a lot of these bands don't under like i don't want to i don't want to go go and hate on every band ever because like this is a broad statement but like it. like Do it. A, <laughs> lot, a lot a lot so a lot of a lot of the shit that these bands deal with, that they feel like they're getting fucked. Don't get me wrong. They're, they're definitely getting taken advantage of in some ways, but a lot of this is business and there's correlations in like any business of, of, of their, everybody's going to try to take, give Everyone's them they're going to gonna try to take a mile. Man, exactly. Sure. So, um, you know, like it, it, it's, it's like, you know, people want to take a, take a, cut of merch but then when the venue closes and they have no place to play they also complain right so it's like you know yeah it's, yeah, yeah so
1: yeah you kind of got to break them off double side right, yeah, yeah. everyone's got to eat or else it's not worth it right for sure. so but so are so you whenever a band's like when you're setting up the tour are you negotiating with each venue as you go like is it a contract for each venue on each, at each promoter, stop on the
3: tour each promoter yeah how yeah.
1: is it dealing with promoters?
3: <laughs> fucking brutal it, 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 right dude like there's a few promoters every tour that I'm like oh my god I have to see this guy again like, <sighs> like but there's also a few promoters that I'm like oh man this is gonna be a so and so show like this is gonna go off yeah, so like, like like, it, it, it's both sides like there's definitely a few promoters that you're like hey I don't want anything to do with you but unfortunately like
1: I've heard so, about that a lot in like hip hop in like the hip hop community I wasn't sure but um, so, of course it would correlate Uh, I wanted to ask you, too, since you guys are both... Well, me, well, you're a musician, too. Uh, what are you guys
7: listening to these days? Oh, man. I've been listening to a lot of K-pop. Not a lot. <laughs> 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 I wrong That's I dope. love me some Blackpink. Oh, Yo, how could you not, though, bro?
3: Exactly. I gotta see what I'm listening to now.
1: Wait, <laughs> you're listening on mute, right? <laughs> 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 no? Oh, shit, okay. I
3: got a special
0: place for them girls. Bro. I'm listening, <laughs> yeah. so... Sure. I found out
3: you, you will like this band a lot. There's this new band called 408. Oh, dude, I love 408. I knew it. I knew. I love 408. It. Is,
1: is yes. it's four, O-H-8? No, it's just oh, okay. 408.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: they're dope. They did a song with another band that I got super into for a little bit. Uh, Magnolia Park. Magnolia Park, they're dope. I got super them for a little bit. I don't really listen.
3: Loveless is pretty dope. Their singer is really good. Kind of a douche, but he's good. <laughs> uh Dan and Shay is dope. Wow. I'm getting way too reckless on the pod right now. Dude. Uh <laughs> Dan and Shay is dope. C4th, shout out C4th. Um Yeah. And uh, everything else is pretty much country. So, I, I, I just got to say
0: like in, you know, I'm the pod man. Thank God the one dude from Dan and Shay caught it terrifyingly cuz he was looking like
3: dude guy he cookie, looked like man. he looked the guy cook it, yes he did he did bro, bro what
0: are you doing you used to be such a good look. that's dude. what I'm saying bro I do not understand it's cause I the other guy got bet. skinny uh, that's my problem You're
7: right now he's, he's
1: competing
0: right. yeah dude yeah. that's yeah. probably why Florida Georgia broke up they, were, they, <laughs> they both did. started they, they both did. started yeah. to get like attractive and they're like okay this I can't, can't happen you,
3: <laughs> with, this can't happen
0: yeah. but it happens man I guess you know. Wait, man also another question I wanna ask you and then maybe we we'll can wrap it up if you guys want.
5: Yeah.
0: I just want to ask you, like, uh, you know, like you said, going on tour, like Losers Club and shit. What bands would you?
6: Ooh,
1: good question. Dream lineup. Simple
3: Plan, for sure. Oh, I Simple love Plan, it. for I see, sure.
0: I seen Simple Plan at uh, Rapids some years ago. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, one of the best shows.
3: Simple heard. Plan would be really cool. It was so fucking. Um, I've been fortunate enough. So I actually have toured with Simple Plan on Warp Tour, technically. Um, oh, you
1: guys Warped we did Warped
3: awesome. did We did Warped a few times, yeah. Iconic. Um, yeah, like, I would... I'm trying to think of bands that I would like to just tour with, like, just straight out. Um... Oh, my bad. Sorry, Fish. Um, <laughs> simple plan, for sure. Uh, I'm pretty jealous that Fish is going out with Breaking Benjamin. Like, that's pretty cool. That is pretty Fish. cool. Um, yeah, I mean... I think most of the bands that I would like to tour with aren't together anymore um, <laughs> and it's also weird because like when when I'm on tour like when I'm done playing, like I normally like go back to the van or bus that was gonna be my next question like, if you guys out. like hang out yeah. so we go out and we'll we'll hang out when the show's done, like we'll go meet fans and whatnot, but like I mean, I've toured with bands for like forty days and I have not seen their set like <laughs> like which like I mean feel like that kind of makes me sound like a douche, but like there's just so much, there's so much going on on tour. And like, I, I believe that one of sure. the major things is like, for me is I always drove like always, always drove. So a lot of times, like, you know, those are like my decompression hours at the show. So like, you know, there's definitely been a few bands that like, I absolutely loved seeing every night that we toured with. Like when we were on world Tour, like I saw, I would go and watch family force five every single day. Like absolutely loved watching that band. Um, trying to think of think of a few other ones that, that i'd watch but um you know as far like fish you, you you probably are a little bit different on this one uh i mean as a merch guy are there any like do you watch your bands play or not really
7: i don't like to watch the bands play now because it, it a it's loud so it's hard to hear people and hear fans who are trying to buy stuff and be like it gets kind of old. Like it's cool the first couple of days, and I'm just like, bro, I'm trying to make money. I'm not <laughs> <trying> to... <laughs> it's
3: also kind of tough. You're hustling, yeah.
1: It's
7: kind of tough
3: in certain ways because, like, especially like with fish as a tour manager, like, you know, you are you try to be friends and close with people on the road, and criticism can be hard. So, like, you know, like, there's been nights that, like, eat, same with us, like, someone will come and be like, hey, what do you think? Like, what, how did we do tonight? And like, if they want an honest opinion, like, you got to give it, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Um. So like you know i feel like uh, it's difficult because it's someone's art right but like you know especially in fish's position where like you know if somebody asks for their opinion where it's like hey how'd how'd we do tonight and he gives it and someone doesn't want to hear it you know like you've definitely been there before too so
7: yeah for sure you got to be careful like with with the fans that i'm like personal friends with you know i'm always honest i'm like hey dude like tonight was not it right it's (laughs) like every day like hey you killed it but it's coming from the it. the fans like you know it's always important to go back and be like you know as as a band we're always worried about like what's what the fans are thinking and a lot of the time oh i missed this note and the the fans don't know man like so much is going on the lights are going on friends are screaming they're screaming um so sometimes it's a little easier to go to the the as nate said guy who's like questioning how the set was and be like you can kind of fake it a little bit and just you know Smooth things over, friend.
3: Good Charlotte's another one out too, to. Sorry, I know it's <laughs> you No,
7: know, it's okay. I love Good. I love
2: them. Oh. But yeah, I love. I would love to do hey, with the control. Hey Nate, can you just move the mouse pad a little bit? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, the only it, reason, the only reason, he's, like through the whole episode, you see me just moving the mouse pad every time we out here doing got a bad uh, track record with this. Uh, so. troops uh, episodes. The computer just. Blacks out on us i feel you i feel you and we were just sitting here like we just did a four, half hour of, of work and yeah that's then this one he was working on was crazy like he's working those weird shifts like dude i'm too tired yeah <laughs> i
1: lost a couple episodes that way, yeah.
3: were there any more questions that you wanted to ask
0: yeah man i got a big question i want to ask from everybody on the pod okay do you need a pod Come with you on tour. Yeah. I mean, I'll quit
2: my fucking job. Dude, I'll quit my job dude. right now, dude. Come on, I, tour, I, I you, just okay? need live time.
0: from
1: tour from the tour bus, bro. So, so we can interview
2: be you, dude. Cool. We can
3: interview the band you're with. Or that'd do... actually be pretty cool. You we know, do I, I don't know, dude. But I've never heard of like a touring podcast, dude. But, do they have them? There are podcasts that do go on tours that do go and do like
0: live shows.
1: And like stuff, it would have been. Doesn't Steve would do his from a band? I guess it, it would have been sick touring, to like
3: right? have a podcast like follow Warp Tour. Yeah, like that, yeah, that, that would have been fucking like, awesome.
2: Hey, I've, if you do that, getting losers is the first bid. All right, sounds. <laughs> good. <laughs> just sounds put good. our name in the.
0: We just want to be in the conversation. <laughs> absolutely, I don't have to choose this, but at least you know be considered. Absolutely. Just like, you know, you were like 85th on our list, and like, oh, that's something. I'll hey, take it. it's, it's there. <laughs>
3: they they definitely have studio now. buses for sure. So,
0: yeah, that'd be sick, dude. But. but, yeah, I mean, I mean i don't really got much. Any, anything else? Um, Talk about weird
2: question Do you guys get paid at the beginning of the tour or at the end of the tour or mid? How does that work?
3: So that's actually a good question. I also have never been asked that. So what a hey, lot of people. The, so what? Here's a, fish. Oh, fish fans know hey, the answer. Hey, don't don't lose your don't lose your points. But uh, no. <laughs> um, so what a lot of people don't know is so like certain most agencies will actually hold. So you'll get like big bands. You'll get a deposit sent to you before the show. And your that goes to your agent. That doesn't go to the band. And a lot of agencies don't pay out until thirty days after the, the tour because you gotta well, make you sure thirty that, days after the tour ends. Yeah, like on oh, a net wow. thirty. Um huh. which essentially the reason why that is though is because they gotta make sure that the show went through that they no held no up the fees that, pop up or like, something. You right? can't cause it, like you will never get money back from a band if you send it. Right. So if something goes <laughs> wrong with right. the show if something goes wrong with the show and they owe some of the money back, like you're never getting that back from the band. So a lot of bands will get paid out at the end, end of tours. Um, you'll normally have like a per diem and have like a, have like a um, amount that you're paid per week. Um, so like you'll have like, like a lot of the bigger bands will run it as like an actual business. So like they'll pay their members like, okay, you're getting 2000 every Friday or whatever on tour um some like nashville like nashville and like country artists like you essentially like are given like a card like a like a pay card and it refills every day um but like that's what's crazy too is like a lot of like the national musicians like like backup bands and whatever they're not paid like nearly what you think that they're paid they're paid like on a flat rate essentially like there's there's standard nashville rates unless you're like in with the band that you're touring with but um but yeah, that's like like I said, that's actually a really really good question.
2: Um, yeah, I was wondering because because like, you guys got houses, and we call it, we tell tell you tell like, oh by the way, I'm part of this band. Um, I don't get paid yet. Don't cut my shit off. You just got to you just got to structure like you just got <clears> to <throat> structure it. But like
3: to be honest with you, like we never made our living off of being in the band. Like like we would get enough to get by but we always had to have other jobs um
5: like um even when I said my friends on fire was doing like super well like which still wasn't quite at like the like I can get by with just
4: doing just that this. only yeah like the,
2: the google dolls they were and that they, they haven't made any money
3: yeah, they probably yeah. I don't know. Like
1: uh here's a question for you since we're on like the comment the economy, economics of everything. Yeah. Uh sorry I didn't cut you off.
0: Yeah, no, you're good. Uh, <laughs> you're
1: good. Uh, how do this how do they break down the like how do you get paid from streaming? Dude, streaming I heard Spotify's terrible. Is iTunes any better?
3: Um, and what's
1: like the breakdown of
3: those? So like getting paid out from streaming for Spotify, it depends on like what type of account is listening to your song. So like whether it's a premium account or a, or at least this is how it was. I don't know if this has changed. Mm. To be honest with you, I've been out of the streaming world for a little bit. So, um, but before like it would be a different royalty split whether like it was a premium account or a free account or whatnot. I wonder. That's and, weird. And how much of your oh, song? How much of your song was listened to? Stuff mm. like that. So. Um, there's like a super weird algorithm on how they do their their calculations, but like it. um, streaming is definitely like Apple Music is better than Spotify for sure. Like the, I've the heard like that, it, yeah. the, the the royalty split is is higher for for Apple Music, but ninety five percent of the world uses so, Spotify. Unfortunately,
1: so bands are basically must just be living off tourism and touring. Most
3: of the so most of the time the streams go to the labels, and merch. Yeah, yeah like okay. label labels and merch like so
5: like like i mean fish have any of the bands that you've worked for ever legitimately got a royalty check that is not tour support besides like escape the fate
7: yeah it's pretty pretty rare
3: yeah like because like it's kind of create like the splits on the contracts are not nearly what people think that they are like you know like a good split would be like 35% to you um, But the thing is, is and like, like labels will lend you so much money and then recoup, up front. yeah. Then be looking to recoup. But well, when they're recouping, the thing is, they put you guys in a hole. Like they put the bands in a hole, on the fact of we can never prove that it was recouped or wasn't recouped, like because essentially they have like the ability to say like, oh, we dropped two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in advertising, so you got to recoup that, and like so, like. That will happen a lot because if you get audited, what they do is they go and they dump the money, mm. and so that it checks out. Yeah, so essentially, right. like, um, so essentially, like, um, the uh,
1: so they can and uh, will hustle, yeah,
3: one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like,
1: like you, are three sixty deals a thing in? Yeah, you hear about it a lot in rap music.
3: Right? Yeah, yeah. It's there, a lot of people have three sixty deals and. and it's actually pretty rare that you don't because a lot of these bands, a lot of these bands won't get a lawyer um, or get a proper lawyer that knows what they're doing. Um, And uh, the situation, like it's different. It's different on on a case by case basis, but like a lot of these guys get locked in the contracts that they don't know what they're signing. And it's unfortunately the unnecessary evil um, because it's either you like, the best way to do it, which is nearly impossible for a lot of people to do, but is to just, just get an investor for the advertising and the marketing to essentially have a cap on it because essentially like labels they never have a cap on on their percentages that they're they're forever exactly It's like buying equity in a business essentially, so like it's essentially saying like, okay, I'm gonna pay a hundred grand up front for eighty percent." of a business forever. Like it's, that's wild. it's fucked. Like,
4: holy shit.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. That's wild. It's cool. To get that little insight. Uh, yeah,
1: know, it is. It is I very cool. All before. these things I was yeah. wondered too. Personally. And
0: I know, uh, obviously it's different from music, but I know for like Spotify when it comes to like podcasts, cause I looked at, when we first started this the amount of like steady subscribers you got to have to get like picked up on is ridiculous when it's like a hundred thousand subscribers or something you got to get to even be noticed by them or something
3: it's yeah wild. and like yeah
0: it's fucking wild like spotify <laughs> is
3: doing this new discovery mode thing um this is like new in 2024 but they're doing this new discovery mode thing that essentially they'll put your stuff in discover weekly mm. but they want a bigger split of the songs like, so it's like they want another 30% of your already, like, point zero zero <laughs> zero one for for yeah. song. So, it's a tough business, for sure. Hey, it sounds
0: like it. Yeah, I was, you know, also, too, before we leave, I just want to say, you know, I think one of the coolest things, you know, about you coming here and, like, you know, us getting to know you and shit, too, is, you know, a lot of the times we've been asking you a lot of these questions, a lot of, you know, I mean, your basic answer for a lot of stuff is that, you know, it's always been about the music that you know what i mean which i think is like i think like in a way kind of i could kind of hear that when i was listening to like dropouts album because i you know i mean sometimes you could hear songs and you could hear like you know these guys are doing this song because like they have to you know what i mean then you could hear other songs where like sounds like they're fucking you know what i mean like they're really loving this song you know what it, mean? Uh,
3: I, I definitely appreciate that because like i feel like there was no there's really no filler songs or no like there was nothing that we didn't want to put out because yeah. we put it out ourselves. So like every song that made it which I like there's two songs that didn't make it to the album and that's like for completely different reasons. Mm-hmm. Like one one was the feature on it didn't get cleared. Yeah. And the other was one of the samples didn't get cleared. Mm-hmm. Um but pretty much everything else, like, you know, it was it was um definitely a a uh you definitely hit the hit the nail on the head there because it was definitely uh but um definitely I, genuine for sure
2: as you were saying about bands just forcing themselves to do this it happened to uh Horizon. they almost lost a lot of fan base when they went to that poppy era of a meal usually went from like super hardcore okay let's change our genre okay it's kind of well, like it, a cash
3: uh, grab right but, it, it, it's difficult because you, like you have to view it as like, you know, it's, it's hard to walk the line between like business and not business because it's like, look, if you have the chance to go and go and break mainstream and go and and become bigger, like some of the people will, will take that over music. And I don't blame them because yeah. it's like, it's like, look, they can go and they can give their kids very good lives and, and, and shit. And some of them like, you know, like the way that like, you got to view, bring me the horizon, right? Like, like as much as like yeah, it might have might have upset a lot of their O. G. fans, it's like it also set those guys up to provide for their families forever. What at like like after That's that true. album
2: after that meal album, they went back to their heavier they they were going back into like their heavier stuff. <clears throat> like yeah. lost, like like I like a couple songs on that album, but as soon as I heard them, like, what happened to the fucking uh what happened to Oliver just fucking mics throwing his mic stands at motherfuckers at shows and now he's just he's just like in a different bot.
3: Well I think Fish might know this. Didn't Ollie like blow out his voice? Like screaming voice?
7: I can't confirm that. Okay. Okay.
3: Uh, I that that, that that is that is the rumor.
7: I think it's pretty queer. I know a lot of the times the band's the band just used like Noah from Bad Omens. Yeah. And they did some of the older songs in the UK. So
0: yeah, we don't want to get fish murdered, so we're just going to, put it to say we don't know nothing.
3: <laughs> no, well that that's another thing though that that is is interesting, which we don't have to dive too far into this. But like, borrowed vocals and shit are very much a thing on albums. Yeah. Like, like there is albums that will have layers, and I, I'm not going to lie, we did it on on uh, on Never Felt Better. Like, the vocal runs and like the super high melodies. Mm. That's a guy from a band that used to be, or he used to be in a band called Youth and Revolt. Um, but oh, um, I remember, I remember but like. You know, like, we just layered his vocals because yeah. he had a really, really good range, and it worked. So, like, I think on a lot of the screaming stuff, like, I- I'm not saying that this is what Bring Me the Horizon did by any means, but, you know, they, like, borrowed vocals are are are, are
2: yeah. definitely a thing, for sure. I know, um, speaking of Screamo, like, Andy Bursack, yeah. Black Belt Briars. he's Zach. just... Look what the fuck you said?
0: I said sack. It's funny. Oh. I'm gonna take a joke. Calm down.
2: <laughs> But, um, I was saying his, when he first started, he used to scream all the time, and now he gets like, he's like roughly my age, and he's just like doesn't really scream as much well. because he'd been doing it for almost 20 years. It's got to take a toll man.
3: The so. amount of people that are screaming correctly is very small. Like like there's a correct way to scream and a not correct way to scream. And unfortunately, the not correct way to scream, like it works for a lot of people for so long. Mm-hmm. But like realistically, like the correct healthy way to scream, it's not supposed to hurt your voice or hurt your vocal cords or whatnot.
2: Somebody say um, it's supposed to come if you scream from your roll, voice box, right? yeah, and you will not last a you won't last a tour. Yeah, if it comes from like from your diaphragm, oh yeah, it, you you could go all tour. That's why you sometimes you see artists have bottled water just Yeah, well, Jonathan Davis had
1: to learn how to or not scream or scream correctly, or he wasn't
0: going to I thought for a second there you were going to say you had to learn how to squirt. I was going to say, this is you know, <laughs> really far turned now. But,
3: oh, shit. but yeah, like, like I said, you know, like I don't hate Bring Me With Horizon at all. Like, oh, I I'm don't gonna, hate him either. I'm not going to lie. Like, if I had a kid, if I had a kid and someone said, hey, I can set that kid up forever, you just got to go and put out the worst pop album of all time.
0: Mm. Fuck yeah. Right, right? <laughs> like, 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 <laughs> you're doing it for sure. 100%. I mean, I probably would. But one, so. I definitely yeah, like that
2: definitely. one song from uh, Bring Me With Horizon with Lou. Uh, What's the name of that little rapper, dude? Little Uzi Vert. Yeah, Lil Uzi That Ver. song actually is good.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that song is good. Uh, you know, I kind of feel bad for doing this now because I didn't know Fish was going to be here too, you know. I don't want to make him a jealous or nothing, but, you know, we did bring you one of our uh, experimental merch shirts we wanted to give you. Just to, dude, I appreciate you know, it. Thank you for being here and kind of just, you know. Hell yeah, dude. A little bit, you know, our little unofficial slogan, we make it weird, you know. I love it, dude. You, that man. means a lot. And, uh we actually I don't know if a large will fit
3: you, but uh a large will fit me. That's we perfect. Had, we had a we had a
0: mix up with our merch when we first ordered it all. We only ordered large. Did so we've been stuck with 12 large shirts <laughs> now that
2: we can't really get rid of. So, well,
0: I love it, dude. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. And, so uh, that's for you, man. That's for coming on. I you know
2: yeah, my, appreciate you fish. reaching out, man. <laughs>
0: Yeah, dude. I mean, if you guys ever come back again, man, we got we'll, one, for we'll have one for fish, one hundred percent. No matter what, you <laughs> got you got to
3: do a full out fish fish pot because he's he's got yeah, some dude. crazy crazy, oh, crazy yeah. stories. You guys are coming back for sure, man. Let's set it up, even fish. If gotta,
0: even if we got to hunt you down to make you come back, or if we're going to
2: worse, or go on tour, or we'll we'll come to you guys Rochester next time, come us. to us. Let's do it. or or meet the other guy that's in Blue's club. Andy's
3: in Toronto. I I did not touch enough on Andy on this shout out Andy for being the best fucking human being on earth and being a major, major contribution to this. Like by no means, like I know, like I said, I, a lot in this podcast, Mm. the influence, like the, the, what Andy does for the band and what he brings to the table as a writer is really what makes losers club. Um, you know, like I I learned this on my first band. Um, who the quote unquote, whoever writes the most of a song isn't necessarily the person that makes the song what it is. Yeah. And like Andy is very much like change this instead of that. Or like, why don't you use use this line here instead of that? Or like, Hey, let's build something around this vocal melody or whatnot. Like he's very like, like I said, shout out Andy champion. I would love for you guys to meet him sometime. He's yeah, in man. Canada, unfortunately. Um, he's been living in Toronto. He just had a baby. Um, well, shout, to Andy. shout out, Andy! Shout out, Andy! Congrats, man. man! Shout out, Andy! Uh, he just had a baby, and unfortunately, the baby is not old enough for a passport, so he's stuck in Canada <laughs> oh, right <God>. now. <laughs> but, uh, but so, yeah. So,
2: so, pretty much, you guys like you call him up, like, hey, um, hey, how you going, everybody?
3: Pretty much, pretty much. You know, hey,
2: do you guys actually like call each other, or you have to use like a? Because you guys are Canadian phone number. Uh,
3: no, he. So he's he's originally from Rochester. Um, he moved to Canada because his wife is from Canada. Um, and uh, yeah. So he. So none of that. Sometimes uh, for for a few months, I did have to FaceTime audio him.
2: Like, but dude, what, what are you doing? cereal.
4: Well, <laughs> yeah, we.
0: Uh, I mean, obviously, you know down the road somewhere if you'd like to come back. You know I mean? You're more than welcome to come back. You can bring fish with you, man. Yeah, both of you guys. Next time we could have... More than welcome. Fish could be the guest and you could just hang out if you want, you know? Sounds... I'm in, I'm in. Yeah, man. I mean, obviously, we'd love to meet Andy, too, at some point, you know? For sure. This doesn't have to just be a one-off thing, you know? You can come back whenever, you know? Whenever you're free and should do you can come back and hang out? Get that, Even, even if little... you just come and just hang out for a little bit. I like I said it's you, always fun to just have people here. You
3: guys asked some really, really awesome questions and yeah. like I said, like like you specifically, it means the world that you oh, yeah, you dude. reached out because yeah, like hyped I said
0: that you got back to me, man. It's this is gonna be like Yeah, a turned
1: my this life turned out so to be a good, great man. episode, man. I'm sure I feel like we're gonna be
3: friends for a while. Yeah, I'm gonna plug this
0: don't tell me that because 'cause I'll get obsessed, I'm like an obsessive friend, okay? I'll be, like, hitting
2: you up every down and so I like, go, what's up? Hey, dude. How, what are you doing? What's Do up? it. I so, need more uh, for this life. Um, what's up, bud? For our fellow looters, this is what we call our fan base. Okay.
0: Don't worry. It's not a bomb. It's just <laughs> old as fuck. Um, um,
2: this is just uh, old. Didn't get, old I'm, I'm used to sitting over there. I'm not used to hearing the sound hitting me back here. This mic is super hot, too. But, <laughs> like, <laughs> my, that's because yeah. No, I was, that's what If you saw me earlier, I was trying to find what cord was. That's because he's fat. And <laughs> it happens, so but yeah. um, we don't we don't normally record in here. Recording that box in there because everything is set up perfect for me in there. But,
0: yeah, you don't want fuck to fucking be in, especially if, if you we, ever come here in not the, not the with, summer and do an episode. You don't want to fucking. That was six of me. us. I mean, that That's fucking Shit would be brutal, summer. bro. Uh,
2: what was the question I was going to say? I don't I'm know. it Was your out. question? Why are you no, asked us? Trying to remember. It
0: was um. You said something about our for our fellow losers. Let me just
2: think.
1: He's got a tiny brain. It takes.
2: Yeah, got a tiny brain. What was uh,
1: it no. Did we, uh, check out the music, the CD? Can't oh remember. That. Oh shit! It was. I it tried. was something
2: like. didn't I got <laughs> kind of not explain. It? If you do hear, if you do hear our episodes, like. You, uh, one yeah, hundred. obviously.
0: I'll, obviously, you know, I was gonna say obviously, I'll, I'll shoot you a
2: message when the episode drops. Usually oh, drops oh, usually oh. by like Fridays most. Oh cool! I remember or now. Thursday night, maybe. It um, if somebody like. If 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 our fellow losers wanna uh hit you up like, hey hey, if um like how fast do you respond? Like a day? He, Probably right a away. Busy, he's a busy guy. But, Pro- no,
3: yeah. I, I I respond pretty quickly. Uh, uh, I could, responded could, to you in like
2: an hour, right? Yeah.
0: I was yeah. very surprised how quickly he responded. <laughs> yeah. I was a little scared for a second. I'm yeah. like, like, am I
2: talking to a bot or is this like, really like is this a bot? It's like, no man, this is really me. <laughs> uh,
0: I was like hyped when he was like, Yeah, dude, I'd love to come on. I'm like, wait, really? Hell, like, yeah! Did, I was like, "Did this really just work?" Yeah, holy fuck. It did
2: Okay, it did to uh Nate? To be honest, cool. uh, when we first started, we
0: Don't let them lie to you. They were doubting that this was gonna happen. No, so I thank was, you uh, for coming through and proving yeah. me right. I'm gonna be, like, be like, I'll
2: be like uh fucking Ronnie, throw a mic stand at him you. Uh-huh. But um, I was saying before. God damn it! I'm gonna fuck throw those mic stand at you. This
0: is like. This is like his thing. At the end of every pod, he starts to just trail off and like never actually get to the <laughs> point until we finally just tell him to stop, and then he just, you know, he gets to what he's trying to say. And up. It. Fuck him!
2: Fuck that
3: again. I like this guy. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I thought I might be murdered tonight. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's one of the reasons why yeah, I brought I fish. <laughs> I uh, so, thank it. you for not murdering me. Yeah, I, think I appreciate that. it, but uh, the night ain't over yet, bud. but like he, <laughs> he, he sent me the address like like it was literally just like 69 Blank Street. <laughs> uh, like sketch. like not like Sus. not like a like not like a like you know like zip code oh, area I'm, whatever. I'm so used to just telling people yo 69 <laughs> so, like, Beal Street. You're, you know? So So I was like uh I was like I might be murdered, but you seem like a cool dude. So but once again, guys, I really, wait, wait, really wait. appreciate it. Out of
2: the group, who do you think will be the murderer?
3: Definitely you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank did
2: you. Did you know, you know, what? About you it, know what? You know what? You know
3: what? I don't think it would be you because I think that you would have told us if you were. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I feel like it's actually going to
0: be this guy. How does he guy. just met you and he <laughs> yeah, I feel exactly like, what you yeah. are? I feel like it's going to be this guy. always the quiet ones. No, but you, like,
2: then again, you can never, like, you always, uh, people don't ever trust tattoo people back in the day. I'm the most tattooed out of the group right now. I
3: feel you. I feel
2: you.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, Christ. Poppy. all right. <laughs> we just asked him to come back. Now he's never going. To.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with this guy being the serial killer. Yeah um, like, you know, like I, I everybody says like Arthur Shawcross was like the nicest guy. Like he would just like <laughs> sit in the yeah. Mark's Texas diner and like
0: you know you know. And uh, also you know another def-
2: nice guy was on our previous episodes it was the uh the clown. John, John Wayne Gacy. Gacy. We did epsilon. Yeah, they're
1: saying he might have accomplices now. Did you see I did that? see that.
3: Uh, I did they they they're saying that there's you know, no way. we might way have that... to on our show. Oh, dude, chef, don't so... don't get me started on my silly killer <laughs> shit. <bro. laughs> dude, if
1: you want, dude, that's yeah, bro, we that's have, like t- we bread have bread bread. a bunch. Yeah. Oh, yeah bro. bro. So so if I'm You ever sure.
0: want
3: to come on just talk to your killer bro, shit. Bro, you know totally what you uh well when I saw the I watched the movie on it the other day and it was terrible. It was like a like they filmed it on like a $20,000 budget. Uh, Dean Kroll. Oh, uh, we, we, did a, did episode, we did an episode. Yeah, yeah, him, yeah. we did one. Yeah, so like, w- yeah, because yep. like his accomplice wound up shooting him. Yep. And yep. like those an people, crazy story, crazy, crazy, crazy.
0: Like, yeah, you know what? Uh, also, you know what was big? Not really for these guys, but for me. And it's always funny that I always say I'm never gonna bring this up on the pod again, then I always find a no way. To bring it he's up doing again. it. But during like quarantine, I got like really heavy into like Jonestown's conspiracy. Oh, bro! <laughs> to the point where like I started giving myself nightmares. Oh, uh, dude! Like I got so dude, fucking
1: into. it. He was it. listening to the tapes and stuff. I was bro. listening to the
3: death tapes. I was doing it all, man. dude. I was fucking like, myself up. I, I, like I hate brutal. it. I hate it because like I'm really like not like a, a conspiracy guy or like a QAnon guy, but I'm totally a conspiracy dude, guy. Like, yeah, I'm totally. Like, yeah, dude, me, me and him. Are, the story are real with deep him, in. dude, it's, it's like. People are always like, "Oh, why do you get so into it?" I'm like, "Dude, it's just
0: so fucking fascinating, yeah, dude! Like, like, it's just insane to think about it,
3: dude." So, well, some of the stuff, like, like it is crazy. So, one of the things that like makes like me me that little spark like keep alive of like some of these things is like, if you look up the, at the conspiracy theories that wound up being proven right, right? Like, you know,
5: and a like, lot of them lately
1: yeah. last like five yeah, years, dude.
3: Like, there, there's there's like the one that that. I really don't believe it. I really don't believe it. But there's so many interesting things about it, like the Titanic, like the the yes, this, the switch. Yep, yep. So the biggest thing that's weird, with the weird with the switch, is like supposedly like J.P. Morgan was like the biggest dick swinger ever, like super egotistical guy,
5: mm-hmm. and like
3: there's tons of evidence of this. There's no way that that motherfucker wouldn't have been on that ship, for sure. And he missed the first maiden voyage.
1: Yep. Like Sketchy. That's super sketchy. sketchy to me. Like. <laughs> And there was like a bunch of competitors on there or something, wasn't there? It was, Like a bunch of oil, dude, oil there's execs a bu- there's or a something. bunch of shit. Like, yeah, it was like, like, like I seen some shit about, and that. like how
3: like the 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 uh, Olympic had hit an uh, iceberg like a couple days earlier. Yes, right? like, dude, dude. It's dude. Like I said, like I'm not. That is a sick. I'm I'm not, I'm like I don't really believe it, <laughs> but there's enough stuff on that that makes you think. Hmm, you uh, know, keeps like, you
0: digging in. It's definitely it's definitely like that too because there's a lot of shit we're like. Like, I believe in a lot of conspiracies, but then there's, like, I'll meet other people and they'll be like, oh, yeah, what do you think about this one? And I'm like,
3: no way. And that one like,
0: doesn't really hold a lot. Of yeah, like, And I'll be like, I believe in some crazy shit, but that one doesn't really make a lot yeah, of sense Yeah, dude, like,
3: like th- there, there's a few that I'm like, there's just, there's there's yeah. no way. Like, I'm
0: like, I feel like maybe, like, I, I this girl I work with, she's in a lot of the same shit too, and we'll talk about a lot of it. And, like, I'll start saying something to her about it, and she'll be like, oh, yeah, well, what about this one? And I'm like, listen. I'm fucking nuts, but even that sounds crazy to me. Yeah, like, yeah, for <laughs> like, sure, for sure. You might be like, if you go
3: over my hard. head, like, if you're, if <laughs> your conspiracy goes over my head, like, you probably need help. You're too like, deep. Like, you're too deep. Like, deep. I'm exactly. Out there. Exactly. Turn back. I feel like you're a conspiracy guy.
2: Uh, yes, yeah. I am. Yeah, yeah, he That's is. How we got out of the podcast. I started yeah. listening to it. I'm like, yeah, I, I can see that. Right.
3: <sighs> What's your favorite conspiracy?
2: Uh, the I would say the. Um,
4: uh,
1: There's so many. There's so many.
3: Uh, The ones we did about the clouds. Chemtrails. Oh, chemtrails. We did one about that. That's odd. Uh, That's (laughs) odd.
1: Yeah, especially when you start to get into like harp. And then, like changing the weather and shit. Uh,
0: Nate was like waiting. He was like, "I hope this guy's to say something I don't agree with, and I have to just leave off." <laughs> dude,
3: <laughs> yo, if anybody, if any fans made it this far in the podcast, I probably just lost them. <laughs> 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 They're like, "Well, he sounded normal till now,
0: but yeah, but, dude, that's alright. You'll still have us. We'll still listen <laughs> for up, sure." People?
3: Well, I really, really appreciate you guys having me.
1: Yeah, man, it was yeah, awesome, was bro. Awesome Thanks for coming, are. Nate.
3: Yeah, yeah absolutely. We will. Uh, We'll do this again. Don't kill anybody, all right? Yeah, I, pr- I promise <laughs> I won't be killing anybody. All right, man. You know what's even
0: funnier about you thinking it's Timmy. He's, he's probably the nicest one out of all of us.
3: That's always who it is. He's the, the nicest, nicest human one. being. Like He has such a natural dude, smile. He's such a, hu- like, he's such a nice dude. <laughs> dude like, I just like want to like go eat chicken wings with you. He's that type yeah, of
0: dude
2: that <laughs> <He's laughs> Hey, says. Hey, hey, Did you, you guys get your wings? fucking I got chicken some chicken wings right now in the house. I'm about to pop in the microwave oh. when I go home. They're from, um, they're from Donatello's in Niagara Falls. <laughs> Don't Ooh, dude. Donatello's. Don't be trying oh, to invite this dude uh, to your house. Shout out
0: Donatello! I mean,
3: I'm down to go out, but I'm probably not down to go to your house. No offense. Oh, uh, OG Falls. It's okay. He lives with his grandma.
0: Well, actually, that makes it a little weird. Right? <laughs> is there,
3: wait, is your grandma dope? Yeah, she is.
2: She is, but she-, she tells it like it is. But, uh,
3: wait, isn't his grandma your grandma? Aren't you guys cousins? No, no.
0: It's our aunt. Yeah, it's our yeah. aunt. Great aunt. His,
2: their grandma <laughs> is my, uh, my grandma's sister.
0: Yeah, it's very confusing. It gets confusing. Like, Families, yeah. are <laughs> Families are confusing. Families are. I'm
3: not... <laughs> Are we getting wings or what? All right, we're gonna go get wings. Well, <laughs> okay. signing off. I don't know if you guys do a sign off then. Uh, we usually
2: no, just they don't. I'll don't. I, I swear
0: do to nah, do not do it, bro. Dude. All right, fucking leave that I'm out. shit in 2023.
1: Go check out the album, guys.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, drop, make sure you check uh, out drop out. Yeah, check out drop out's album. Check out Losers Club. You know, big shout out to Nate for coming out, man. It was great having you here. Big shout-out to Fish. Big Appreciate Fish. Appreciate having you here, too, man. A...
3: Go see Fish on Breaking Benjamin this summer.
2: Yeah, dude. It's too bad not in this area.
0: Go to one of them shows and just show them. Like, yo, listen. I know Fish. Be like
2: the loser, son.
3: Yo, Fish I'm will there. hook you up if you bring something green. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, I know Fish,
0: dog. And they'll be like, oh, okay, come on. Just casually meet the whole band. <laughs> you Wait a minute. A bitch you man, All
4: right, we'll see you guys next week, man. Yeah, man. Hey, yeah.
0: man. Thank you. Crack yeah, kill, yeah, yeah. oh,